Uh-huh. Basically, yeah, he's just like sure the guy that recorded. always likes to talk about. Dan Marino? No. Trent Dilfer? That one. You're saying Jalen Hurts is he's benefiting <laughs> from a great defense. Oh, my god! What? Okay. The dude okay, has the top 300 yards in, like, four weeks. You don't have to go for 300 yards every week. <laughs> exactly, because his defense is so good. Okay, first of all, okay, I will agree that the Phillies defense is, is good, but it yeah, is it, not Baltimore Ravens 2001 championship level. No freaking way is that Stephen I close. didn't say it was the same level. I said he is benefiting from a great defense. Well, okay. That still doesn't take away from how good he is on offense. That yeah. Does, but he's he's not. What are you talking about? You're the only person in the world that doesn't think that. Okay, I am not an Eagles fan. You know that I'm a you know I'm an Eagles fan. But I have to admit that Jalen Hurts having a great year and he should be considered for the MVP. Do I want him he to win it? He started off no. good, but he's starting to fade just like I said he would. You wait. How is he fading? John, are you pulling up stats? What's going on right His now? His numbers are nothing like they were at the beginning of the season. Got 2000 passing yards. He's got 12 touchdowns. That's that's yeah. Exactly. That's, that's th- but then he also has six rushing, so he has 18 total. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And 326 rushing yards. Uh, he's only thrown two interceptions. His, his quarterback rating is 107.8. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. His percentage is 68.2. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's eight. No, I don't know what else. What else do you need? It, again, the record is all because of defense. And so, who who would your top three be? Uh, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow is really starting to turn it on. Oh my so. God! Did you watch the game two weeks ago? <laughs> no, wait a minute, I'm not finished. Oh my God! Uh, I'd say even Tua should probably be in this talk. He's okay. probably dark horse. Okay, okay, I can get on the board with Tua. Okay. What about like a a, a Henry or a Chubb or one one of the, the rushers? Chubb should. Yeah, Henry's really starting to turn it on. Chubb's looking pretty good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I can think of several so, people ahead of Okay, Hertz. I get here. This would be the question, I guess. Where is Hertz on your list? 29th? No, not that bad. 15th? 8th? Yeah. He, he's top 10. He's, he's barely he's sneaking in in the top 10. In the MVP talk. That does mm-hmm. not, I'm not talking about quarterbacks. I'm talking, yeah, top sure. 10. Top 10. So, so, I mean, can, can you name? I'll, I'll just say. Oh, I'm yeah, Tyreek Hill is another one. Okay, Tyreek Hill. Okay, Tyreek should be. That's, that's definitely. Okay. That's definitely. Okay. That's legit. So that's, so, that's what, four four guys? And even though they don't give them to, to defensive players, there's a few defensive players. Oh, a- Aiden Hutchinson about. for sure, right? No way. <laughs> I put him. Don't even I, go there. Now you're just. Defensive rookie of the year. He, he got that about. interception last week. No. He's leading the league in sacks for rookies. No, no. Parsons <laughs> is by far the closest to an MVP in my in my opinion. This, for that. this is okay. your uh, the year Jalen Hurts is Aiden Hutchinson. I don't know. <laughs> it's like you okay. have this blind spot. I can't no, see. No. Whoa! First of all, let's stay on what topic. We can say Aiden Hutchinson in a little bit if you want to. Okay. Let me go back to Hurts. All right. I need Cook here yeah. for this. <laughs> no, you don't. Cook could be doing this right now. I know he would be. He'd just be like, why are we arguing about this? Uh, Where do you put Hurts? This year? Top three, definite. 
All you're doing is looking at his record. MVP is more than just numbers, too. It it is also getting your team to a good record. Like you, that's part of the deal. So getting having a good record is part of it. You don't have to have four thousand passing yards and fifty touchdowns to be MVP. You can be if your team goes uh, sixteen and 0, 17 and zero, and you threw one touchdown. Uh, I'd still be putting you in the MVP almost. I, I mean, nah. if you're the quarterback. Yeah. Was Tom Brady okay. MVP in their uh, undefeated season? Mm, I don't know actually. You remember what year that was? Two thousand. 11 maybe i'll look it up um okay i will say this jalen hurts right now has played definitely top three let's say top five quarterback level for the year but i'll on to to john's point right to john's point he asked i'd put allen and tua and mahomes and uh jalen hurts all in that category and then outside of that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, who would I put after that? I don't know yet. I'll think about that. Anyway. By the end of but, the year, you'll be talking about Dak. Mm, He's just nah, been hurt, nah. so he had I'll, never to put up the numbers. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But to your point, Mullins, I will say, like we talked about before, I will say – that the level of competition that he's played has not been that good. He has not played the best out of the NFL this year. Okay. His, their schedule is not the strongest schedule in the books, but again, they've, they've got one won of the, the easiest schedules. They do, but they have won the games that are on their schedule. And that's all you can do. That's all they you have. can do. But don't they so. basically have the same schedule as the Cowboys? Y'all play in the same uh, divisions. No. Don't y'all both play the same division in the NFC and the AFC? The same we do. four team? Yeah, we do. The same there, eight. but it's still not the same. Well, that's eight games plus the you're going to have the three, uh, what, six in your division. That's 14 of the 17 games. Um, I don't think they've played. Now, of course, Tampa is not what Tampa <laughs> was last year. Uh, and the Rams aren't what they were. I mean, by the end of the year, you're, you're going to play the same play the one of games, those teams. essentially, except for three. They don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they play San Francisco either, do they? They should play. We play the entire uh, NFC if, West. If you play the West, you're going to play all of them. Yeah. So we should play. They should play everybody in the West. So I believe I believe we have the AFC North and the NFC West this year as our teams. And Tom mm-hmm. Brady was the MVP of 2007 when they were 16 and 0. Okay. Uh, they do not play the Niners. They do not play Tampa Bay. Well, then what what division are y'all playing in the NFC? I told you we play the, we play the NFC West and the AFC North. Well, then you should play the 49ers then. Let's see. Yeah. But, they don't have but, I, but I also, to, to take back to Josh's point a little bit, I'll also say that if that's the case, then you could also give Daniel Jones credit also for how he's performed this year because he's benefiting of a better defense as well. So, right? I mean, they're six yeah. and two as well. I mean, and Daniel Jones has definitely not been putting up numbers, but he's they've won the games that they're supposed to win. Right. Or not supposed to win, but they've won games. Are y'all sure? Y'all, I think y'all play the, the NFC North. I'm seeing the Lions, Vikings, Packers, Bears. I think oh, that might be right. Then. That, Maybe you're right. Yeah. That's the division yeah, you play. That's right. And looks like the AFC South. I see Jaguars, Colts, Titans, and Texans. Yes. 
Yeah, so that's you're gonna have the same eight teams there. Plus, okay, yeah, we didn't play the 49ers, but yeah, I don't know why we're playing. We played the Rams and the Buccaneers. It's because you did you win your division last year? Uh, yes. yes. Then your three other ones, you have to play division winners. Oh, well, there and, you then, go. and then whatever the Eagles got, they're gonna play the second or third or wherever they were in their division last year. That's those are the teams they're matched up against. But that should only be three team difference. Yeah. Did you? I saw the Vikings too. They were talking about, uh, you know, there's a potential this week they play the Bills and Allen, you know, hurt his elbow or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they said if Allen doesn't play, this will, I can't remember if it was the third or fourth time that the Vikings have played uh, a team's backup. So, like, their record wow. is like, what, seven and one or whatever, but they keep yeah. playing everyone's backup. They're like getting everyone at their weakest when they play them. I, I agree with that too. I think the Vikings, I'm not saying the Vikings are a bad team. I don't think the Vikings are a bad team. I just don't know if they're as good as that seven and one record. I mean, so I, the Vikings always just lose games that they should be winning. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. So, but again, you, anyway, I'll talk more. You can't, you can't blame them for the schedule they have and have things that come out. They, they've won. No, the they still got to take care of business. And yeah, in the NFL, anything can happen. We've seen that week in and week out. That's true. The Jets so. just won. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, if you're still listening, it's obviously, obviously what we always do. Uh, it's episode 123 of Off Our Game. Uh, famous 23s. Can't uh, think of a single one. I can't think of one. Hmm. Not any. I can't think of one either. Oh, LeBron James wore 23 for a little bit. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe okay. Michael Jordan. Maybe yeah. Michael Jordan. Oh, God. I forgot about that guy. Oh, yeah. The great Michael Jordan. Yeah. And didn't uh, Kobe Bryant wear 23 from time to time? Uh, I, know his, I don't know about that. His number was eight, right? Yeah. And then and he went to switch to 24. He switched to 24. Was it 24? Okay. Yeah. I thought he did 23 for Jordan just a few times. I don't think so. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think so. Maybe not. So. I think Marshawn Lynch was 23 as well. I thought he was 24. Uh, Lynch wore 23 from for a period. But I think you're right. I think he was 24. Was he Raiders, maybe? Maybe I so. Oh, actually. Let me see. That's a good They also had Frank Gore listed here, but I thought he wore a different number with San Fran. Well, he played on 16 teams. Oh, he played. He wore 23 when he was with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, man. I forgot he was with the Bills. Yeah. Well, that's where he started. Uh, was, yeah. was with the Bills. Yeah. I forgot so. about that. Yeah, where is Lynch? I know we talk about it. we always we get to, we get into this crazy thing, but where is Lynch on the like, uh, running back list all times? He'll probably slip he's, in. I don't I don't know where he there. is yards wise. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really sure. Let me see. Let me see. Like total yards. Uh, he's one of those ones. Like when I kind of think about it, I'm like, uh, I don't know, but. I mean, he checks off a lot of boxes. He's got 10,379 career rushing yards, 84 mm-hmm. touchdowns. Does it say where that, like, puts him? Oh, all this? time? Oh, I don't like, know where that puts him all time. Let's see. Well, Frank I mean, Moore's he's got, got 14,000 yards, so. And he's a Super Bowl champion. Lynch is a Super Bowl champion, so. Yeah. Should have been two-time. <laughs> if what are you talking about? Gave him the damn ball. All you got to do is give him the ball. No. Don't throw on the one yard line. Yeah, you don't throw on the one yard line. You give uh, it to your beast. That puts him 29th overall. If you're talking about if you're talking about just rushing. 
Who's yards. who's like right in front and right behind him? Right in front of him is Tiki Barber. Sorry, no, Eddie George. Right in front of him is Eddie George, and right behind him is Otis Anderson. See, like none of those guys are in yet, but they're all like usually considered. So he's, but, he's one of those fringe guys. But like what we were talking about with Frank Gore, and you, you know, if you're if you're thinking of a game changer, you don't think of Frank Gore. No. But Marshawn mm. Lynch, you're thinking game changer. Yeah, like, like you can in your brain think of two or three different runs. Yeah. That he did yeah. where he just yeah. took over and just mauled somebody. Well, you can always yeah. think of that Saints run. That's that just Saints run. Yeah. The crazy part is I was thinking about it, but he is not that big of a guy, you know? I mean, I guess he's heavier than I thought he was, but he's 5'11", 215. I didn't know he was that heavy. Yeah, I was thinking 210, 215, yeah. So. He's just so yeah. stout. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy part, he's he's never the biggest and he's never the fastest, but he gets the job done. So. Well, that's what I always thought about Emmett Smith. You know, Emmett wasn't really all that fast. No. Um, and and he definitely wasn't the biggest, but that dude, there were times he just ran right over you. And then there were other times that he got into open. You're like, oh, they're going to catch him, and they just never would. And you're like, how did no. they not catch him? No. That's, uh, that's that's what they say about me. It's not the biggest, it's not the fastest, biggest job done. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's what I yeah. That's what I've that's what I've heard when I, I when I on, when I hear on, that on my job application for that opening I'm gonna put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Check a lot of put, boxes. Uh, <laughs> Rudy Pell was eating champion. Yeah. You, you you tell your your friend I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a call. Okay. Uh, I look forward nice. to that, John. I look forward to that. So there's a lot of good things about that. Um, uh, look, I can practice uh, IT. This is John. How can I help you? <laughs> Yeah. You have to touch your ear. I don't know why. I feel like you had to touch your ear. Like those little mics. No, we don't do that. That was in the movie. That was most, uh, most time, John. We don't we don't get calls anymore either. Most time it's there's a ticket queue. There's a ticket yeah. queue and you be like, there's tickets in there and you respond to it that way. So yeah. I'm old school. I might change mine up. <laughs> I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a rotary phone and I'm gonna just be like call me up. Uh, okay man wow that's a little old there um now nah, let's keep moving on um i gotta wish happy birthday to lou uh Ferrigno today by the way lou Ferrigno, the great hulk. uh hulk how, yeah. how old's the hulk he is 71 holy smokes this is yeah so okay. hulk is 71 today he's probably still ripped he probably is so but I didn't give a quick shout out to Luke for right now. So I thought he I thought he deserved it. So because he is the Hulk. So uh email, social media. Are we uh how are we doing there? Did John finally get some a uh, hate email? See if you got a hate I'm, email. I'm, I'm really wanting that. I doubt it. I mean, um, everyone agrees that Jake Paul is the people's champ. Everyone knows about uh, Rory. We've covered it all. You don't no even call you don't even you don't even call him Roar Dog anymore. You just call him Rory. I mean, when you we're on a first name basis, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With uh first name basis. Man. Yeah. He's uh, uh, yeah, a media on. company or whatever. Uh, media company. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you in on that, John? Did you did you get I was thinking maybe we could like see if he wanted a little get in the podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe want <laughs> to buy us, like buy us out. Yeah. A couple Milski. A couple, man. I figure we're worth more than that. 
Oh. I know we're not the Washington Commanders, but I figure we're more than that. Uh, so. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you just trying to get a half a million for everybody? So, okay, did y'all win the Powerball? Or anybody win the Powerball? I saw I something did. in California did. It. Was it you? Yeah, it was me. You went to California and won it. Yep. Yeah. I bought right. my ticket in California. What do you do yeah. with 1.9 billion? I assume once you, everything is cleared, you're like at at least $900 million, right? So if uh, they did the cash option, it's like 980 million. Yeah. Um, and then they right off the bat take 27% the Fed, for the feds. Okay. Uh, I think I saw it was like 600, uh, 6.8 or something like that was the take home. Yeah. If you're not in California, um, you still got to pay state taxes. State taxes. Yeah. So they're probably going to end up with a little less than 500 million. No way. It's almost not even worth playing. I know, right? <laughs> 500 million? We could yeah. do that. That's chump change. That's like you... Patrick Mahomes' money. That's not even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay let's, I got to talk about this. So the Powerball after we're done, no way the cash option is. So the straight cash option is 900 and you're saying it's 980 million, right? Right. And then the feds take their part and then the state takes their part. You're saying after everything is left over, it's like $600 million. Yeah. God, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a I lot know, right? Lose. That is a lot of taxes. But it I mean, is. that's why a lot I mean, of it times. wasn't it wasn't yours to begin with. I mean, you got to look at like, and it seems like yes, <laughs> they are like taking that. your money. But I mean, like the day before, it wasn't yours. You, you just gained six hundred million. I guess you're right. Yeah, it is losing. I mean, you you went from whatever you were making six hundred million. You'll be okay. You're not wrong, but in my, in my head, I'm thinking it like this. I'm thinking like basically it's a billion dollars, right? And after taxes all over, you're basically telling me you're basically getting like 40% yeah. of your of that winnings is just straight taxes. 40%. And it may be higher with California. I don't know what the California taxes are. I have no idea. And maybe it's more. I don't know. You just got to get past that, that initial sticker shock of what you're losing. <laughs> It just, just like, don't even focus on that. Uh, that would make you angry. It says on here that California does not have taxes on lottery winnings. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it says the states that have no taxes on lottery winnings, California, Florida, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Texas, uh, Tennessee, Washington, and Wyoming. Okay. So, so if you would have been in New York, you would have been like, yeah. Oh. So yeah, they'll probably still have like six, six hundred and something million. Oh, okay. Well, good for them. That's not bad. I mean, he, he, whoever won, he or she lost lost more money in taxes than I'll ever make in my life. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right now, John, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, that's happen. right. Allegedly. Yeah, this podcast could go crazy. Spotify could buy it for a hundred million dollars. You know? I'm gonna give me a chain then. <laughs> a chain? Yeah. Oh Lord. That's for that's my first big expenditure right there. I'm gonna get a big old gold chain. Oh man. All right, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I know. Mom's what what are you gonna do if you if you ever you know had millions of dollars? What was your first purchase actually be? Uh the first purchase would probably be a uh, Corvette. Oh boy. Really? Yep. I would never see I would have not seen I wouldn't have Never guessed a Corvette in my life. I wouldn't have guessed it at all. What? No, you don't seem like a Corvette kind of guy. 
That's the ultimate American muscle right there. Corvette. I, thought, I figured that was a I figured that was a Ford Mustang or Ford Shelby. Oh hell Mustang. no. What no, are you no. talking no, about? No, 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 no. Oh God bless America. That's for girls. For girls? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, besides that, I would figured you would have got it's just like a crazy truck. I really did. I figured you would get a truck. That's what I figured you would have done. Now, yeah, the truck would He's be gonna second. get that and yeah. Yeah. The Ram T Rex would be my second purchase. Okay. I I, I figured that would be number one. You'd be like, oh yeah, like yeah, no, Corvette V first. Interesting. All right, good to know. I guess when we see you and when we know what happened. So right. <laughs> <laughs> and John is gonna be a chain. Okay. Yeah. All right, John. So, Where are you gonna okay, go buy one of these chains? Uh Jacob the jeweler. <laughs> are you gonna make guess, have you make make you one special yeah thing? yeah it'll just be like my face and then my teeth will be diamonds and my glasses oh, wow <laughs> and it's gonna say hoopty yeah john will show up to work that way john will show up to work like yeah i'm gonna show up on my last day at work <laughs> uh okay Did you actually show up to work yeah yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm there. You wouldn't yeah. call and say, I'm out. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't. So, Are you, so there's you're no ill will. You're there's worried. no ill will. Yeah, no. Nobody's listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, I don't know what I would purchase first. I have no idea. I have no idea. I know one thing. I think I would keep. I think I'd keep working though. I would keep working. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say much. I think I'd keep working. I mean, I uh, guess technically you're not purchasing, but you're hiring. First thing I'd hire would be a financial advisor and a lawyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. to. And that would even be before I went and picked up my money. Oh yeah, you'd have to do that. Oh yeah. So so okay, it's interesting. So all right, let's talk about the show. What do you think? Let's talk about some sports. What do you think? Sure, why not? There, I guess there's something going on. I guess there is. Uh, I didn't have a chance to talk to you guys, obviously, because I've been in other places. Uh, so opening the debate question, I just came up with something really quick. Uh, and we talk about this all the time. We even talk about now going on football season. Um, what is, in your opinion, what is not just, I don't want to say a really good coach, but what is really good coaching? In your eyes, we talk about we've talked about like we always talk about Saban and Belichick and Pop and Bill Jackson and all these other guys. But like, for example, we talked about even just Brian Dayball this this year with the Giants, right? And winning without, you know, an elite receivers, you know, they've beaten the Ravens and a couple of the teams. And, you know, it's got it comes, you know, there's always the saying that, you know, players win games, but coaches lose it. Right. And right now, the Giants are six and two and they probably shouldn't be looking at their roster. But again, yeah. the question is, what is really good coaching? Not a really good coach. What is really good coaching? I think it's when you coach to the strengths of your players uh, rather than just coming in and saying, this is my style of coaching. You guys have to do what I want to do. I think a good coach is like, okay, well, we like Giants. We, we don't have elite receivers. We don't have this, but we have this. So we're going to, I'm going to kind of, the coach kind of molds himself around the players rather than, because uh, I know like, I mean, you brought it up, so I'm going to bring it up. Pop, Pop is, was at least, uh, there was a while there he got stubborn, but 
there were certain spur teams where they were really good on defense uh, in their in their early uh, championship days, and then they kind of weren't as good on defense. But then they were like a little bit faster when uh, Duncan was getting older, and then it was like uh, Leonard was taking over mm -hmm. and, and Parker. Then it was more of a kind of up and down the court type thing. So he had to kind of change and go, well, you know, Tim Duncan's long in the tooth. I'm going to alter my plans this way. Okay. So. Mullins, you got anything? Um, yeah, it, it's really kind of – so I think college and the pros are completely different in how you – and that's why I think you see a lot of coaches that – will be good at one and not the other or vice versa. Because like you just mentioned, um, in the pros, you're kind of, especially if you're a new coach, you're you're pretty much stuck with the players you got because you can't just recruit a bunch of new kids to come in and start playing. I mean, you can start shuffling around and you can get some free agents here and there, but for the most part, you're kind of stuck with the with your core guys. So you've got to work, uh, you got to coach according to how that is set up, not according to how you want to, you know, uh, run the offense. So you got to base it on your players. So, yeah, you got to be very adaptable, flexible, and then a great motivator. Okay. I mean, and especially in the pros, I think it's more important to be a great motivator and get your guys to believe in themselves, believe in the team, and believe in the mission, whatever that is. I thought Jimmy Johnson was probably one of the best ones to ever do that. Um, he was really good at spotting talent, really good at finding the talent within each of those players and working with it and bringing it out of everybody and then motivating, great motivator. Mm -hmm. And then, and then he surrounded himself with the best assistant coaches. Okay. And, and so it basically, he was able to focus on, on the things that he was excellent at, you know, and then everybody else, you know, his OC ran the offense, his DC ran the defense. He just made the important decisions. Okay. I want to push back on the, uh, the idea of, the adaptability though, for just a second. And what I mean by that is I'll, I'll kind of like what John was saying about basketball, like Phil Jackson is known for having the, the qual triangle offense, right? And the triangle offense, you know, is a system that Phil Jackson kind of brought in from another coach and implemented it with the, uh, the bulls. And that's what the bulls ran. He implemented it with the Lakers. That's what the Lakers did whenever they won their championships. Isn't there something to say, though, for a quarter, uh, coach that has a system that he can put his players into and run that? So, you know what I'm saying? There's something in place there. Yeah, but you can't just live by the sword, die by the sword, I don't think. Like, yes, I think it's good to have the bones of your philosophy. Yeah. But yeah, certain mean, times, I mean, maybe you can run it, like, and then you get some injuries or something. And you've got to kind of, you know, adapt as the season goes. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think what you're saying is true, but you can't just be so uh, stubborn with it. I mean, okay. just for instance, you, if, if, you've, if you come in the league and you've got Tom Brady, you're going to coach that offense in a different way than if 
after a few years, now you have a Lamar Jackson. Those two guys do not work the same in the same defense or the same offense. So you've got to be able to adapt those offenses to those players' strength. Yes. You even like a couple of years back, certain teams, I think the Ravens are a good example. Like you'd have Lamar Jackson and then his backup was Joe Flacco. And a couple of times he got hurt. And then when Flacco would come in, their offense wouldn't run the same because it was kind of designed for a scrambling quarterback mm-hmm. and not Flacco, who who's a little more of a pocket passer. And, and just kind of to point out, and, and this is why everybody is so frustrated with Jimbo. And I've, I tried to be patient <laughs> with Jimbo for the entire season and uh-huh. for a long time. And I still believe in him because I do think that he is a great motivator. I think he's a great uh, uh, judge of talent um, and a great recruiter. But when you see he had three different quarterbacks that are all three different in how they play. You had a Max Johnson who's like a Tom Brady style. You had a Connor Wig or a, a, a Haynes King who's more like a Lamar Jackson style. Mm-hmm. And then you have Connor Wigman, which is, I would say, kind of like a uh, a Dak Prescott style. Okay. And so you have three completely different styles of quarterbacks, but his offenses remained exactly the same. He hasn't adapted it to each of these players to their, to play to their strengths. Okay. I'll and, give you said that if it's on Haynes for sure. Like we've always, you and I have always gone back and forth about Haynes, but we also agree the fact that we both want Haynes to be able to be part of the running game with his exactly. speed. Yeah. You know? Um, now I understand this last game, he's he is still banged up and, and hurt pretty bad, so yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why he didn't run very much in that game or at all. Uh, but in other games where he has played and he was healthy, he still didn't run a whole lot. Yeah, I'd, I'd have that dude rolling out a dozen times a game. I mean, when Jimbo was at FSU, he he had some scrambling quarterbacks, didn't he? He did, he had uh, uh, Jameis Winston. Well, he's not much of a scrambler. Ah, yeah, well, a little bit. Scrambler. But so he's he has the ability. I would put him kind of like a, a Dak Prescott. You know, he has the ability to scramble if he needs to. Mm-hmm. So, well, okay. I, I won't keep on the coaching thing then just for a little bit longer. Uh, okay, I agree with you just saying that you have to have the bones of your offense and the bones of your defense and the philosophy, <clears> right? <throat> But there's also times where you see a coach basically come in and say, you know what, this is going to be this way or it's not going to be anything, right? Okay, for example, Jimmy Johnson, when he came into the Cowboys, right, one of the things he talked about well, the Cowboys on the defensive side of the ball was that there was no speed. So he scrapped anybody that he possibly could and found as much speed on the defensive side of the ball that he needed to because in his mind, speed on defense was what helped win a championship game. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's certain aspects a coach brings in where he says, you know what? It's going to be this way. And I'm going to find the players that I need to find for that. You see what I'm saying? So, is there not, I, I agree with the adaptability, but also, isn't there also a facet where he's just like, I believe in this part of what football, I'm sorry, I believe in this part of what gives me a championship, and I'm going to implement that no matter what. Correct. Well, that is, that's not necessarily the scheme, though. He just wanted, he knew what it took to have a great defense, and that was speed is, he took speed over power mm-hmm. um, and, and I, I take that same philosophy. So that, yeah, it, that's kind of like what John says. That's your, that's your core. That's your base. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. And so then okay. you've got to say, okay, well, I've got these players that are this, this fast, but that guy's 
you know, he's really good in the nickel, but this guy is really good in the dime. And so you got to be able to know how to adjust your defense to get the max out of those guys. Okay. All right. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I'm in in my head. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to put together like the whole picture. Like, I think, I think you're right. It does have to be adaptability, but I think there's also strengths or uh, something that the, you know, coaches will bring into the, whatever system they're going to professional right. or college, whatever high school levels, whatever this is, this is what I've seen. This is what I've known that's proven before in the past. And we're going to get to this part, but whatever that takes to get to this level on whatever side of the ball it is offense or defensive side of the ball is this what I've seen to win championships. You know what I'm saying? And I, I see that what? on a regular basis. You see, for example, when Phil Jackson went to the Lakers, he revamped that roster to fit Kobe and the triangle. And there are changes that were made to get to that point. So yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, well, you 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 got to a good point right there. It takes time to get to that point, mm-hmm. and that's why I hate seeing these coaches get let go after three, four years, mm-hmm. even five years. You're not giving them time to get the players that they would like to have to run the style of offense or defense or whatever the style of football they believe in. And by the time they start getting those guys, you're firing them. I don't disagree with that part of it, but I think that also goes back to the coach. I think that goes back to the coach as far as what you talked about before, great assistance. And not only that, but like, what is he communicating to his staff? And then what does his staff communicate to his players? And are we, are we making it, how do I say it? Are we making it where we can communicate on a level that you understand, you grasp the concepts and we can move forward in this, right? You don't want to be stuck in the same gear all the time. You want to put those things in place, oh. but then you also want to grow off of that. Well, yeah, you have to. And I don't think that's how uh, I totally agree with with uh, Matt Rule getting fired in in Carolina because Mm -hmm. he definitely uh, was not creating a a productive atmosphere there for his players. Mm -hmm. And we're actually seeing that since he left. They've actually gotten a little better. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but a little. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of tells you something about the style of 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 coaching that he had going on there. The players didn't buy into it. And so, you know, you, you, that's when, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. That's got, that you got to cut that off immediately. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, look at, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. I was going to say, but Wisconsin, I think was 100% wrong to fire um, their coach. Chris. Yeah, yeah. Chris. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, they were, they've been what, like nine wins almost every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're 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 like super close, and what do they do? Firing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say. I mean, look at uh, like you said. It's they're not like so much better, but look at the Jaguars last year when they had Urban Meyer. Oh yeah. And then look at what how and they basically had the same team except for a healthy ATN uh, and a few free agents here and there. But I mean, their their core is is the same, and they're. Uh, playing competitively, I'll just say. Right. I mean, they, they are losing games, but they're they're winning some too. And they're and they're. I think all their games. I saw a stat because you know, obviously, the Raiders played them this week. We'll talk about that later. But uh, they had only every game they had lost this year was by a, a touchdown or less. The, the Jags. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, they're they're competitive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, we can keep on forever, but you know. I don't know. Good coaches just make a huge difference. And we'll talk about that right now. So let's get into college football week uh, 10. Quick review. Uh, Georgia at Tennessee. I didn't think I could see this uh, game at all, but what I got to follow a little bit at a time there, 
it looked like Georgia dominated. Is that correct? Very much. Yeah. Yeah. It From was, the get go. Uh, Tennessee was lucky to get 13 points. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Uh, George's just dominated that from the get go. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, when we talk about good coaching, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, how yeah. does like, someone like Kirby Smart take a team that was scoring, what, 40 points on the regular? You know, yeah, I think week they're in, yeah, averaging like 40 something. Yeah, 45, 40 yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and minimize them to you're right. I, I saw the last little part of it of the game today and just basically the second half. And you're right. Just getting to that 13 points was pretty lucky. It was, it was very into the ball game and everything. You basically held the, you know, the most the best offense in the country to six points for the most part. Yeah. You know, that's basically yep. what you did. Uh, what did that? Were you totally impressed with Georgia? Or, I mean, what did you? I mean, if you watched it, were you they just completely dominant? I was. I, I thought they were having kind of a slow year, um, but yeah, they got up for this game and and showed exactly what they they're made of and why they are the champs. Yeah, don't you don't you wish like uh, AM could be in a sentence where you say, I thought it was a slow year and they're undefeated? Golly, <laughs> <laughs> that must be nice. That uh, would be nice. That yes. must, I mean, you just said it's a slow year and there's only four undefeated teams and they're one of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you know, guys, I, I thought Georgia, I, I thought Georgia would go, I, maybe they were, I don't know for sure. I didn't get to watch the game, but in my mind, I thought Georgia went into the, probably went to the game pissed. If you were ranked number one, pretty much back and forth with you and Bama all year. And then the first CFP comes out and you have Tennessee number one and you're coming oh, yeah. to my place, I'd be pissed that, <laughs> they, as a player, they, not even, not even like, not that, you know, I don't yeah. think anybody said anything, but not even like, you know, you know, media talk. I'm just talking about just as a player, I'd be pissed. So, um, yeah. so I'd be up for that game. Um, and speaking of A&M. Uh, Do we have to? You know. <sighs> it's boy. just been a cursed year. It's been a cursed year. You're right. How do I say this? I know the flu was going through, you know, through all our chats we were talking about with the lock, but I was, I was happy with what's what happened in the first half. And I thought for a second, I was like, well, maybe this is just two bad defenses. Whoever has the ball last is going to win. And I guess right. something happened in the second half. I didn't see the game, of course, but. I, uh, they stopped running the ball. Like what you always talk about. Mm-hmm. A-Chain had over 100 yards in the first half, and he touched the ball three times in the second half. There's ah, no excuse sad. for that. That's just sad. And the worst of it was that somebody asked Jimbo about it, and he goes, well, the runs weren't working in the second half. You didn't even give them a chance. Mm-hmm. You can't base it working or not working on three. Actually, in the first couple of series, he only ran the ball twice. It wasn't until later on that he ran it for a third time. And so, yeah, I, I think that's a bunch of crap that try to say that the runs weren't working. He didn't even yeah. try. This is where we talked about, you talked about earlier, was the adaptability or you know the willing to, to change whenever you need to. And I think it's one of those things that uh, I think, Jim, I, you know, I had to give Saban high praise when he actually went to a spread offense knowing that that's that's the way it was right and i thought right. for a second i was like it was crazy to see saban run a spread offense because that's just not who he is you know it's it's ball control offense we play darn good defense and we win and when saban made that change that told me a lot about him and i think that's the same thing i think jimbo is going to have to be able to be like hey it's the way of the world maybe i don't know how to coach it but i need to find somebody that can right you know so and that is and i mean of the high school all the high school kids run it that's all they do well so and- Go ahead and and get you an OC 
because somebody even pointed out they they took a picture of him on the sidelines this past game, <laughs> and of course the caption was "Why is uh, say or uh, why is Jimbo carrying a Denny's menu around?" Because <laughs> he has a stack of papers in his hands that it had to have been like 50, 50 different sheets or something that you know of yeah. offense and all this other crap. So. I really do think it's gotten to the point to where he is getting too distracted trying to call the offense mm-hmm. and not actually coach the team. And I agree with that completely. It's just gotten too much, it seems. So get you an OC to take care of that part of it, and you just coach the game. Yeah. Pay attention uh, to what's going on. Because he can't even go take time to go argue a play with a ref because he's got to get the next play in. He's got to start calling that out. He and and he's shuffling through the papers trying to figure out what to call next. So, yeah, yeah he needs to focus on one thing because it, it apparently has gotten too much. And yeah. I don't like saying that. I've been a, a big supporter of Jimbo and a defender of him for a long time, but it's kind of reached the point to where I I can't anymore. Yeah, it's, it needs to happen. It needs to change. Yeah. So we won't we won't go anymore down the A&M hole. Uh, uh, Clemson took the loss to Notre Dame. Uh, and then we was a loss. I yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Then why didn't you pick them? I actually did in the ESPN. Uh, Nobody uh, cares uh, about this ESPN <laughs> thing. Uh, I had to split it. I, that was tore. That that tore me. So I had to split it. Uh, okay. So you're saying you're saying you're saying in one of these picks you're picking with your heart. And the other one you're picking with your head. Is that what you're telling us? No, my heart was split. I couldn't, I couldn't decide. What, whatever you're doing in that league, do in this one. Yeah. That on, your, in, on your NFL picks, especially. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm doing pretty good with the college pick. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, you're, you're doing fine. Your NFL, we'll discuss it when we get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't want to hog everything. I'm, oh, you're just, you're just making sure everybody gets their share. Exactly. Oh, oh. well, you should have said that from the beginning, Melissa. You should have said that from a long time ago. Well, you know, I'm trying to be humble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts exactly. Humble. Okay, exactly. okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Like a Jake Paul, kind of humble, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's not back there anymore. Your background <laughs> changed, John. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, I'll tell you this: this is the game. <laughs> we come back to the game. Clemson Notre Dame. I, I didn't get. I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. I got caught to like the very end of it, and I thought this was, from my opinion, this was just inevitable for Clemson. I think Clemson showed all the weeks leading up to this because they haven't really played anybody really tough. As much as I thought that that NC State game was going to be the most challenging game that they had, that this Notre Dame team just showed that there's a lot of problems still with at the quarterback position and maybe with Clemson as a whole. I don't think that they are, they may be ACC champions, but they are not national championship level team. True. Yeah. This, this loss probably helped the, the playoff pickers tremendously because they can probably count out any ACC winner being in the playoffs. So, so this really helped them a lot. Oh, that's a good thing that you're bringing up, actually, because I was going to bring that up next. But, uh, okay, I, I think you're right about that. I think it does. I think it brings a lot of clarity to the playoff picture because it's really Clemson and nobody else in the ACC. It really is. There is nobody else to challenge Clemson. And if Clemson is going to lose Notre Dame, uh, I don't see them actually getting into the playoff picture either. 
Well, even in, I think their biggest competitor right now would be North Carolina. Um, I think they only have one loss too. So if it ends up being either one of those guys that comes out, I don't I don't see anyone either one of those guys getting in the playoffs. And that and it also helps Oregon because yeah. of the undefeated teams, you know, uh, Ohio State, Michigan, they're going to settle that at some point. So yeah. then Oregon can slip on in if they keep winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, let's go ahead and talk about what do y'all think about the rankings this week? Or were you were they correct? I thought they were the they correct for this week of football. What yeah, they're pretty good. I didn't really scan too far out of the the playoff uh, teams, but the, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Uh, are we talking about the CFP or are we talking about the AP? I mean, no, the CFP. Rankings overall. The CFP. Um, the top four, I think, are pretty much right. I think um, the top six are right. I think the top six right now are right with Georgia, Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, TCU, yeah. Tennessee, and Oregon. I think they were they are the top six is right now currently is correct. I'd give you that. So the only issue I have. And we talked about this already. The only issue I have is with the seven and two LSU. Yep. I have that's the only thing I have. I know they have won some big games of late, uh, but they did get demolished by Tennessee. I know they beat Ole Miss uh at home and they beat Bama at home. Um, but like I said, I think that that's the only problem I have. Is this should LSU probably be in the top 15? Probably so, but I put an eight and one USC above them. Yep. I put an eight and one. Uh, I might put an eight and UCLA. one UCLA, yep. maybe above them. Uh, but that's about as far as I would go with that. So everything else there, I think they should, I think should they should be above Alabama. They should be above Clemson. They should be above Ole Miss just because of the head to head. I don't. And I would leave it right there. I wouldn't put them above Clemson at this point. You wouldn't. Why wouldn't no. you? LSU lost to Florida State. Clemson okay, beat Florida a, State. Okay. 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 So All I know right. it was the first game of the season, but still. So mm. I I would put I would put Clemson above them, not by much, but I would have to put them above them. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that. You're right. They they're they're only last two biggest wins have been the last two weeks of the of the day, last two games they played. Yeah, which is yeah, they're getting better. Bama. Yeah, but they definitely don't deserve that seven ranking. Uh, yeah, I would say that too. I would say they don't deserve that. I would say the same thing as well. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But but it'll fix itself. I mean, my dream, my biggest dream, <laughs> <laughs> and it will it'll it's ease up the pain oh. of this season. Okay, that if LSU is primed to get into the SEC championship, and we beat them to knock them out of that chance, well, okay. I pray for that. That's that probably not going to happen. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that when they the get chances there. are slim. But it could still happen, and I will be so happy. Okay. All right. Spoiler. I I, I hope you're right about that, Bones. I hope you're completely right, because that's that's the only way we get into the bowl is if we actually win these last three games. That's the only way. Yeah. So I hope you're right about that. Um, Speaking of Bama LSU, did you – I watched the – I got to to watch the last little part of that game. So I was thankful for that part. I like to watch, like, the last maybe, like, 10 minutes of that game. Uh, are you a believer in Brian Kelly at what he's done at LSU? Are you a believer? Yeah, not yet. He's doing fine, but we'll have to see. He's well, he, playing with he, house he, money. He beat Bama. Uh, he did. Yeah, but this is a, we've we've talked about it. I mean, this is kind of a down Bama too. Well, this was supposed to be a down Bama. 
And Saban made some dumb choices in that game. Going for two twice was dumb. Uh, don't get me started. He should have <laughs> kicked the extra point. Even if he would have only kicked one of those extra points, that would not have gone into overtime. Uh, so that was just dumb on his part. Uh, he made some dumb mistakes in this game. I, I agree. The second, the, the two point conversion the second time, I agree, was, I thought was not dumb, but I was like, uh, you didn't have to do that. Does it make does it make it an easier closeout win for you? Probably, but in my mind, I was just like, okay. But the same thing, like it's hard. It's always hard to second guess a Saban or any of these championship coaches that have been made winning choices plenty of times. So it's hard yeah, to, in my mind, to second make guess those there. kind of choices. He 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 usually goes with the the safe bet. I mean, you're right. I don't disagree with you. So it, it's it was unsaving like to me, but this whole Alabama season has really been unsaving like. So I, I got a, I got a question for you. So you know we we talked about analytics or whatever. Yeah. And then and and during the broadcast they'll always say, well the analytics says blah blah blah. Is there like some book like well, where is everyone getting this 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 like the, the analytics says thing? Like does everyone have the same you know like a that your user manual on your car, like when your, your taillight goes out, you know, flip to page 40, it's two point, there's five minutes left in the game. What, what does it say? Like how to, what, what is telling everyone to do this stuff? That's a really good question. Like when, when they say that analytics says, what is the database of this analytic? Where is it? Can I read it? Like where, where is this? Uh, it, I, it goes, I bet there's somebody has written it up somewhere out there. I think okay, you're right. There's probably analytics, somebody like Mullins at that. But yeah. my thought is that I think it's, I think it's coaching now. I think yeah. coaching takes analytics into these things. Like we talk, yeah. always talk about like coaches talking, you know, coaching certain scenarios, right? Like you know, fourth and one defense, or you know, your special two, you know, two point play at the end of the game, whatever it is. You know, they're talking about scenario coaching that they go through. Yeah. I think analytics plays a role now into this their scenario coaching. I think it does. I don't know where that comes from, mind you, but I think it does. It all goes back to Moneyball. It's, it's the Oakland Athletics fault. Yeah. But but isn't that great, though, in a sense? Like, isn't that – how do I say that? No. That – how do I say it? There's traditional coaching that also takes in an element of oh, of that basically data science, right? It's basically data science, right? And so you're – you're not just playing. Uh, how do you say it? I I equate it to this. I think data science or data analytics, however you want to call it, is basically like uh, putting like your gut instinct out there. Like your instincts are out there, right? You're you're basically putting numbers to your instinct. That's how that's how I, yeah. I, I think of it. Yeah. But but yeah. sometimes they're just blind to the numbers. Well, that's than, Lane than, Kiffin than, than sometimes. Than yeah. Game situations. Yeah. Lane Tiffin yeah. flies by the seat of his pants. He he definitely goes with his gut instead of analytics. Yeah. yeah. So but everybody know, keeps like, talking about Kelly, you know, making this big gutsy call at the end of that game to go for two. And to me, I'm going, that was a perfect example of analytics working. Cause he mm-hmm. knows the longer he goes toe to toe with Alabama, mm-hmm. the less of a chance he has to win the game. Well, that he so also knows like, that he has go, go for two and get it done, get it over yeah. with. Well, he also knows he has the momentum too. Like you, as yeah. a, you know, as a good coach, you know you have the momentum right now. So yeah, right. you definitely go for the two because I have everything on my side right now. The, you're right. The longer I go with this, 
the chances of losing that momentum go down. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know, John. I don't know. I don't know where the book of analytics is. I have no so, idea. I don't like. Do they just flip to a page and say there's five minutes left? If this happens, see, a, uh, you know, pie chart A one. Like I, I want to know what they're doing. They use an abacus. Use <laughs> an abacus. I think it's one of those things that I truly think that there's somebody on the staff that breaks down this breaks down a game as it goes. Not say as it goes along, but breaks down a game basically as it happened and be like, Hey, then this scenario, this is what we're going to do. Here are the X, Y, Z scenarios that are occurring right now. I think, I think it is. I, and I don't know. But if there's, every, go ahead. If everyone has the same data set, then you know what the next person's going to do. So then that you've, you've almost eliminated coaching at that point. Like the, the key uh, is to make your opponent not know what you're going to do. So if everyone knows it's, Five minutes left in the game. You're down by a certain amount. You're on this thing. Everyone turned to page 32. Oh, it says he's going to go for it. So I'm going to, I'm going to line up. And it also says in this situation, you want to throw the ball at this down and distance. Okay. You know, we're going to maybe put a three, four rather than a four, three. Everyone's doing the same shit. To me, you've got to, you've got to, on a base level, they're doing the same stuff. So if, if everyone is reading or learning from the same data set, to me, that's you're taking the coaching out of it. You need to keep the other guy on his toes. It's it's not that simple. I mean, you do have a basic thing of, okay, well, I've got two minutes left in the game. I'm up by one. If I kick this field goal, I'm only up by two. If I go for two, I'm up by three. So that's the basis of the of your analytics. But if you're going to talk about like going forward in certain situations and what play to run in situations, that's going to fully depend on what that other team is is typically running in their situations in that same situation. So, yeah, there's still a whole lot of complicated coaching going on there, even with the analytics. And it's, it's situational debate uh, 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 set depends on the team that you're playing. I think it's okay. I, I I agree with what y'all are saying. I think there's a there's a base idea of what's going on, but I think there's also the personality of the coach that comes into play. For example, do you remember in the Ole Miss game that we had Ole Miss in the second half, kind of in the back end of their side of the field, and we got a three and out. We're about to get the ball back. We have momentum in the Ole Miss game, and all of a sudden they run a fake punt. They run a fake punt on their side of the field. Yeah. Basically, I think they're at the. I think they're behind the twenty yard line. Did I? If I'm a coach, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. And I'm like, yeah. you're pinned behind the twenty. You're gonna run a fake punt right there. No way, right? The analytics mm-hmm. basically say like, don't do that. You don't do that because you're crazy. You're nuts. Whatever you want to call it, right? If you do that near the fifty yard line, that's not so bad. Your defense can recover. Maybe get a three and out and put the ball back. But that drive after they did that, they went all the way down the field. They scored a touchdown took the lead and the momentum. I think that's a, per, that's a personality coach right there. That's just that, that's not right. the analytics at all. That's just like, you know what, if we do this now, we can probably cast them off guard. I'm going to take the chance because we need to gain momentum in this game. Yeah. So anyway, we can keep going down that rabbit hole. Uh, I like that though. We should get more into that. We should do a whole segment on, on analytics. I mean, I'll, I'll find that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> John, I'm serious. We I'm sure we, we should for that because cooks, big analytics. That's true. He is. He he'll, he defends it. 
Okay, we'll see. Okay, well, I'll, I'll find something. I'll do some research and we'll figure that out. How to do, we'll be, do the big segment on that. Um, college pick'em. How did we do last week, John? How did I do? Let's see here. Let me open it up. Open Find that spreadsheet up. Spreadsheet up. Uh, see, Sosa and Cook both got three, and Carrie and I got two. Yeah, it was a down week. Sweet. So what there was a I- lot of like we all whiffed on Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. I was looking at the wrong one. Sorry. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I went back too far. Uh, that's why uh, I got two. Sosa got two, and Carrie got two. Cook only got one. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong one. Oh, sweet. We all Dang whiffed it. on Bama. Carrie was the only one that got Texas right. Cook picked Tennessee. Sosa, you were the only pick Notre Dame. So yeah, it two, 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 and one. Yes. Yes. I love my rough week. I love my and that game. puts the totals at I'm still got 32. Carrie, you got 31. Sosa, you have 30. And Cook has 28. Because as we all know, he's not good at college. He I, don't, I don't know nothing about college. Yeah. Uh, the game changes. The game changes. Yeah, the college game changes. It does. The <laughs> analytics are totally off. Yeah. Uh, Lordy. All right. Are we ready for our picks this week then? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'll go first this time. I'll go first with the picks, and then uh, we'll let John go last this time. We'll let John go last. All right, we'll start with yeah. uh, twenty-three Florida State going to Syracuse, and uh, I'm going to pick the orange in this. I, don't, I have I have a feeling it orange are going to bounce back, and uh, I'm not saying anything bad about Florida State, but I got the I'm going to go with the Syracuse here. I can't remember. Is, uh, I'm sorry. Who's next? You. Me. You. Um. Is that quarterback back? Because I know he got hurt. For Syracuse? Yeah. Yeah, he did get hurt. Um, I don't know if he's back yet or Schrader, not. Speaking of which, I just want to let you know that the Coastal Carolina quarterback is hurt. He might be done for the rest of the year. So. Oh, man. I know. I know. I know. I know y'all were, y'all were worried about it. I know. But I just want to let y'all know. Let's see. Um. Yeah, it looks like he's going to play. I, I'm going to have to go with the orange man on this one. Or excuse me, the orange. Uh, the orange also. person. Yeah, the orange uh, X. Cook picks Florida State, and I pick Florida State. That's definitely one of those that could go either way. Yeah, this is a kind of toss-up. Yeah. Uh. Okay. And sure. FYI, Florida State is uh, picked by seven. Sure. We'll just say it. we'll just say that it's it's that way. Okay, we'll just say it's that way. Uh, we got number twenty five, Washington, going to number six, Oregon, and uh, I think it's going to be Oregon. I'm pick the Ducks on this one. I think I don't know what's going on with Bo Nix up there. I don't know if it's the fresh air in Oregon or what's happening, but the uniforms. Oh, is it the uniforms? Not yeah. the uniforms. uniforms. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he is definitely a different quarterback since that first game of the season. And I, you would have told me that he would have even like Heisman esque numbers. I would have been, you're joking, uh, but he's there and he's got them at eight and one. So I'm going to stick with the ducks. All right. Uh, I'm going with you there too. I'm, I'm a Bo Nix believer right now. Um, oh. Even though they are going up against another really good quarterback in Penix Jr. So, yeah. But Bo Nix is playing lights out, and I can't go against him right now. 
Isn't that crazy? Bo Nix yeah. and playing uh, last out the same sentence. Wow. Well, you would think after 10 years that you could you'd start <laughs> being pretty good. You figure out how to play the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cook picks Oregon and I pick Oregon. So sweep. Uh, you're not bringing any enthusiasm to this, John. Come on now. Change it up a little bit here. Let's go. Uh, number 22, UCF going to number 17, Tulane. Uh, man, I don't know what to do with this one. Uh, so I'm going to stick with the home team. I think this is actually, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a really good football game. I hope I get to watch some of it. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with Tulane on this one, the home win. Yeah, I'm going to be with you on that one. I think home field is going to take this. Uh, it's definitely going to be a really good game. But that uh, that green wave, I think, will take them out. Cook uh, picks Tulane. And I think the green wave is going to cause a riptide and drown the <laughs> – I don't know Gold, what they are. Golden Knights. <laughs> the Golden Knights, because the armor, they're going to sink. They can't. They, they can't. So, too lame. Is that better? Wow. I don't, I don't that know is better, more. actually. That's much okay. better, John. Thank okay. you. That's much better. Thank you. Okay. That's good. Uh, all right. A couple of more big games of the week. Definitely college football playoff implications in all of this. Uh, so, we got number uh, nine, Alabama, going to number 11, Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, this is a hard one. Bama doesn't always play well at Ole Miss, but it's hard for me to see Saban losing back-to-back games. And based on that, my data analytics right there, I'm going <laughs> to go with Bama. Go for two. Yeah. Lane Kiffin takes way too many chances, and you, you just can't keep doing that against really good teams, which even though Alabama is having a down year, they're still a really good team. So, Bama. Cook's going to pick – Old Miss on this one. He's a he's a Kiffin uh, backer, I guess. And, really? Uh, eh, eh, kind of surprised. Yeah. I think he's just going anti-Bama more than anything. Probably. And I'm with you guys. I just think uh, it, it's rare you see Saban lose two in a row. And like you said, uh, Kiffin's kind of a wild card. I think I think Bama can get him. Okay. Uh, last game. Uh, number four TCU going to number eighteen Texas. They looked good against Kansas State. I'll say that Texas did. They did, and I think they've earned the. I've earned. They've earned some respect lately. The past few weeks, but I want to stick with Cinderella here in TCU. I want them to win out. I want them in the college football playoff, and I'm going to stick with that. So I'm going to TCU. Yeah, this is a tough one, and I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, uh, gosh, uh, I just think, uh, I think TCU just has too much offensive power. So I'm going to, I'm going to give the edge to TCU on this one. Okay. And that ain't like you, I would love to see them finish out and go ahead and, and be a, uh, a playoff buster. Yeah. Cook and I both agree that the TCU Horn Frogs are going to squirt blood in the eye and, hold <laughs> and, and, uh, scare him into a stampede and win. Wow. I don't know. That's good. That was good. I, I, I know you reached for that, but that was really good. That was good. I like it's, it's hard to make a, a lizard beetle cow. <laughs> I, I think I did it. I think you did too. Uh, I'll give you credit. Yeah. I okay. think you did too. Uh <laughs> Uh, the Astros are World Series champs again. Uh, what is your takeaway, guys, from the series? Great they series. got the job done. I thought that for me that they just showed that if they were they were the best team in the league the entire yeah. year. And so that's basically what I saw from all that. And that Verlander finally got him a World Series win. Mm-hmm. 
and that Dusty Baker, Altuve, and Verlander pretty much cemented themselves in the Hall of Fame after that after this win. So yeah, I I think Altuve already did that, and probably Verlander too. But you know, before this World Series championship, but getting two, I thought those guys are going to be first ballot Hall of Famers, all three of them. So I think Dusty actually is probably already in the Hall of Fame. I think maybe, but Altuve and Verlander definitely are Hall of Famers after this first ballot in my opinion so but yeah dusty baker is probably in there for a certain reason no he's not he's yeah. not he's not he's not in the hall of fame for that because <laughs> i'm sure the, the high five i'm sure the high five occurred sometime before that nope. i'm sure two, i'm sure there were two players somewhere that smacked nope. hands together then, somewhere then the internet is a vast place find it because it yeah. doesn't exist it's dusty baker and that other guy that I don't know his name, Jer- uh, Jerry, Glenn, Glenn, Burke. Glenn, yeah, Glenn Burke. Nobody Burke. Nobody knows that. Yes, yeah, so we just talked about it like the last three shows. Yeah, but I don't know his the name. The world knows. The internet is a vast place, and they're going to find the Glenn Burke. Okay, yeah. it's a vast place. Remember, you just said that. That's right. <laughs> so well, you you um, come on the next episode and show me stats of somebody else been the high five. Oh, before that, you mean before that? Before okay, well, that, yeah. before that. In the sixties, they didn't know what to do. They were just like, <laughs> well, you, they're just like aimlessly hold, they're like, like holding they hands. They would miss. They would like miss. This. They yeah. were like this. They would just shake they were, hands. They would just go, good game. Like this. Yeah. What episode about talking? There's an episode where they're just like, there's a guy he's oh, it's the episode no, everybody loves Ra- everybody loves Raymond. No, they're, they're that's like, no, uh, uh Nights. When he's interviewing him, he goes, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, no. <laughs> is that what they're doing? You're saying the yeah. whole time they're just like standing yeah. around like this? They're like, oh, they were yeah, like, I really would like to congratulate this guy, but I physically don't know how to do it. Oh, what? <laughs> it was like I could either hug him or handshake him, and that's those are only two things my options. And then Dusty yeah. was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Damn. No, uh, no, I'm not trying to discredit Dusty at all, but there's sounds like it. I'm telling you, there's at some point in in baseball or sports, mind you, or life, for example, somebody went like that to each other at some point, like, hey, let's slap our hands together and congratulate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Dusty, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. You're right. It happened in Talladega Nights. There's also an episode, Everybody Loves Raymond, where he's, he's sitting on the couch and he's just like holding his hands up because the whole episode is basically that there's a couch cover on the couch and they take it off and he's like, I don't oh, know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. You're right though. Talladega Nights is also a good one because he's like, I don't know yeah. what to do with my hands. You're right. So oh my goodness gracious. Good stuff. But yeah. I'm, I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna argue. I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna research this now. I really am. I want I want to oh, find boy. out there's something somebody, somebody did I'm something. Conf- I'm confident in two things. Okay. Oh my god. And only number, two? Number, only two things. <laughs> number one, you're not gonna find anything. Number two. I have a feeling in the next week you're not even going to remember to look it up. So I know that I don't even have to worry about it. You're going to lose interest and forget about it. And then when you actually do try for five minutes on your phone when you're on the toilet, you're, you're not even going to find it. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see about all those things, John. We will. Um, we will. I haven't watched any NBA. Has anybody watched any? All I know that and I, that I care about is that the Lakers suck. And outside of that, that's all I care about right now about the NBA. The Lakers do suck. And I was getting nervous for a while because I was like, oh, man, the Lakers are going to 
it's going to be the, like that one year Steph was down and then the yeah. Golden State got a wise man with like the second or third pick. Yeah. And I'm like, the, the Lakers are going to suck so much. They're going to end up getting Wimby. But then I was uh, I read somewhere and I was corrected that their pick actually goes to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. So but then they were saying, can you imagine if the Pelicans get it? They would have uh, CJ McCollum. They would have uh, Zion. They would have Wimby. And then they would have uh, what's Brandon um, Ingram. Brandon Ingram. I mean, they would be loaded for bear. First of all, I'm not even counting Zion at this point, okay? Because Zion has missed so much basketball in these past two and a half seasons. Like, no, Zion, when Zion plays a full season of basketball, then we'll talk about Zion. But that's, Zion's not even part of the roster, in my opinion. But if you surround him with all those guys? What does that mean? What does that do? I mean, he doesn't have to be the guy. If you got Wimby out there, he'll be the guy. It's not, it's not about that. It's about his injuries. Zion's injuries are what's holding him back. You know that, and I know that. And I'm confident in that. And and the Spurs have been gracious in the last couple of games. They've had some injuries. (laughs) And so people haven't been playing and we've lost two. We lost again tonight, I think, or we were losing and we lost the last two. So we're starting to go back down. I'll say this. The the Primo story is interesting. I don't even know. That's crazy. I don't even know either. If all these things are true, I'm like, dang, this dude definitely needed to be let go the way he was. And I'm interested to hear more, more. I've, I haven't seen any more about it, but I want to know more details about that story. Well, there's going so. to be more coming out, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. It's going to be one of those things that the Spurs made the right move. So, and the other part of the NBA that I care about too is the fact that the Bucks are nine and one, and that's all I care. Like I said, there's not much I really care about right now. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Is Kawhi playing? That's not the, is Kawhi playing right now? Nope. And they're saying it could be a long time again. Like he has never been right except for that one year in Toronto after he left the Spurs. Do, do we know what this injury is? What, what is this? No idea. I understand sometimes it takes a long time to recover, but man, I'm just like, I thought it was just ACL surgery. Am I wrong? I think it is something with his knee, but I don't know exactly what it is. Okay. I don't know. Kawhi is getting, he's getting to the point where it's uh, as much as I love Kawhi. I do. I like him as a player. I like him as the Spurs, but I'm just like, man, this is just, this is too much for me. Like at, just at this point, just, just retire, just leave. Just don't even worry about it. Don't come in, don't come in halfway through the season. I know that much. I'd be pissed if he just showed up halfway. I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, Michael Thomas in the, in the NFL. Yeah, like, exactly. So it's just stealing money. I just cut him loose at this point, especially if you're winning games without him, if you're going to win half the season without him, why, why is he there? Sorry. I'm going to get on a soapbox. Uh, World Cup is around the corner. Obviously, uh, men's roster came out. What'd you think, John? The only, I guess, big kind of shocker was the goalie that they left off, but that I really like Matt Turner anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. I like uh, Pepe a lot, and I didn't like I do Pe- like Pepe. I like Pepe a whole lot. I think he brings a lot of energy on the field. He's got and some I, pep- Pepe in his steppy. He's got some Pepe in his steppy, and it's just one of those things I just like, I wanted him on the team. I understand. <clears throat> That they couldn't, but I, I was just like, mm, I was like, that's, I thought he was a good game changer. I thought he was. So we'll see. But no. Oh. Um, when is the first day of the World Cup? Anyway? When is the first game of the World Cup? 20, 20th or 19th. It's coming up. I, I think the U.S. plays on, no, it is the 20th. There's one game, Qatar and I think Ecuador. Yeah. And then everybody else kind of kicks off the next day or two. Yeah. 
<clears throat> uh, do you think that we get out of the group, John? The U.S. does? Yes. I don't okay. know if we'll – I mean, England will be the tough one, but we should beat Wales and – Iran. Iran? Okay. Yeah. yeah. We should beat those two. So England will be the tough one. Now, I don't know if we'll go too much further than that, but you never know. We'll see. Mm. Mullins, are you going to be watching the World Cup? Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch a little bit of it. <clears throat> Out of actual fanism or just because it's on? Like, are you going to actually take an interest? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking. Well, I'll watch the U.S. team. I, I probably okay. wouldn't watch anything else, but I'll watch the U.S. team because they're U.S. I think their okay. second game is like on Thanksgiving or right around it. So yeah, I think be, you're right. So that'd be kind of fun. So I want, I'm interested in that Group E very much. So with Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan, I think that Spain-Germany game will be real, real good. So I look forward to seeing it. So. I don't Spain is that's who they normally are or how I have been in the past few years, but I think it'll still be a good game. So, but yes. John, John, I was thinking about this the other day whenever I, I was, and I totally forget it was late in the night. I couldn't fall asleep, but they, uh, Fox sports one is, was doing this thing. If they just bring it up again, I'll remember to, uh, text you, but they, uh, did a rundown of all the world cups and all the world cup like winners. So they did like a little bit of five minute mm-hmm. spiel of all the world cups, like how they got to the championship game, but a little bit of a, they show some of the, the the scores in the championship game, and they would move on to the next year. So yeah, I would next time I see it, I will bring it up to you. So it was really cool. Okay, and they went so. all the way back from the first one. Yes, all the way back to the first one. Nice. Yeah. So they basically did a little cameo or whatever, a little bio of each tournament, the champion, how they got there, and then the championship game, and then they would move on to the next year. So it was really good. It was really really good. And then interviews and stuff like that with some of the players and stuff too. So. Uh, yeah, next time I see it or if I see it come back on again, I will definitely text you and let you know about it. Uh, all right, that leaves us with the NFL, gentlemen. Uh, Cowboys were off, and you know, we have the Texans and the Raiders. Cook's not here, so John, you want to talk about the Raiders? I think the Raiders were off again, too. <laughs> were they? <laughs> they were I mean, off. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. yeah. They're just not good guys. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm to the point of, like, I, I think I sent it out. I'm, I'm just numb now. Like, I don't even, it's like, oh, they lost again. I just, I'm like, I've got like a thousand yard stare with it. I don't, I don't, I've, I've lost interest, which is kind of sad. Once again, hope is the worst thing you can have in the beginning of this. It was like that in the, and the Aggies, the very similar season right now. Mm-hmm. And I just had so much hope for both of those teams and they both just almost immediately took it away and it's just made for a really long season. So it's, it's, it's kind of disappointing. So, okay. what, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Let's go ahead. Before. No, I was going to say, and you might be ready to ask the same thing. Like what, what's going on? I mean, cause they've got the highest cost of, you know, a salary cost mm-hmm. or one of the highest. And they got really good players. So you look at them on paper, these guys should be just dominating. I, 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 I'm not 100% sure. And I listen to a lot of, like I listen to, a, there's a Raider podcast and he breaks down uh, the games and then we, they go through it every day of the week. They talk about something. And even on that, they're just like, we don't know what is wrong with this team. For the most part, it's just, I mean, they're just not consistent. And a lot of it is play calling by McDaniels. He's just 
not like in the first half of that game, I don't know how many catches he had, but Devonte Adams had like over a hundred yards and like, I don't know, right. eight or nine catches. And then, I mean, they were just, they could not hold him. And then in the second half, he only caught a couple and they decided, Oh, we're going to start running the ball, which I think he was trying to like kind of balance it out. But then it just took everything out of rhythm and they never could uh, get back in. And I think they scored three points in the second half. Uh, it's just they and, and Adams even said in an interview after the game, he's like, I don't know why they didn't just keep throwing me the ball like I was eating them up. Right. And he kind of voiced a little bit of frustration at the play calling, which I think is just and I've been watching Derek Carr. I don't know if he has grasped this system yet because he does not look good. Like he is off big time. But his, some, his throws are not where they should be. We talked about that before that, you know, the, the weakest point that you talked before, the weakest point, the weakest point of the Raiders team, I guess, was the offensive line, right? I couldn't understand the defense though in the second half. Like I figured Jacks were going to make a run, but I figured it would be too late and the Raiders were counterpunch and win the game, right? But what happened on the defensive side of the ball? Like that's the weakest point. The offensive line is holding up and they're doing fine. Like they're not great, but they're not giving up. Like I think I talked about it last week. They're not giving up five, six sacks, maybe one or two. And a lot of that is on car. I'm watching him. He's holding the ball and staying in that pocket way too long. Like he'll just think he has five seconds for some reason. Like he doesn't, you know, do when they do that natural step up or mm-hmm. like, okay, no one's open. Just go. Cause he can scramble a bit. <clears throat> he just does not do that. He just stands there and waits for it just to crush around him. He takes so many dumb sacks. So I don't, I wouldn't put on, but the defense is horrible. Like, and as excited I was about them in the preseason with their defensive line with Max Frosby, Chandler Jones mm-hmm. has a half a sack. And I've seen a lot of uh, stories saying, calling him the biggest free agent bust. And I'm with that. Like, I think he just ran out of gas. Max Crosby is, is fine. Nobody else is helping him with sacks and mm-hmm. their, their, their secondary is horrible. So, I mean, their defense all are, you could, you could plug in D tackle defensive end linebacker and corner. I think safety, they're probably okay, but they're so they're just bad, 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 bad. I just didn't see, I didn't see two and six, you know, I did I saw, we talked about it before that the first half of the season was going to be rough, right? We, we saw their schedule. We mm-hmm. broke it down mm-hmm. in our show. Right. But at the same time, like two and six was not what I thought. I, I thought we would get to this point. And we would probably be, you know, four and four, you know, probably maybe was things that we talked about. And if we got to that point, then we would be okay. But two and six, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be hard to squeak in a playoff berth. Uh, Yes, uh, I would agree. So uh, obviously the Cowboys were off uh, this week. Uh, Mullins, there's so much talk about, OBJ to the Cowboys. Do you want that? I'm, I'm wishy-washy about this. So if we could get him for a year, I would be okay with that. But my understanding is that he wants a longer-term court contract, uh, most likely like four years. And I just don't know about investing in him for four years because he's, he's showing to be injury-prone here for, what, the last several years. So I think that would be too much of a risk. I, I really – I would prefer not. Okay. I agree. If I can rent him for the rest of this year, I would do it. Yeah. 
I just don't know if I can keep OBJ, I'm going to say under control. So that's the word I want to use, but I don't know if, if his personality in the locker room would stay the way I want it to be multiple right. years. And so, um, but yeah, yeah if you, I could go ahead. You know, if he gets comfortable in a place, it's his personality will probably start coming out. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and yeah, uh, we just don't need that distraction. And how old is he? 31? That sounds that about right. And he's had at least two major injuries, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, both the last ACLs. two years. Yeah. Well, didn't he? He had one. Didn't he have one in New York too? Back in the day. Yeah. Was it? I don't think it was ACL though. Was it? Uh, it was something that knocked him out for a lot of games. It, it might have been like a, he broke a bone in his like shin or something. Maybe that might be right. But right. I remember he lost a good chunk of the season in New York one time. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, he is born in 92, so 30. Yeah. Yeah, but he has a lot of injuries on it. He's got a lot of. It's a hard 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. I just yeah don't for, know. Me, for me, it's not his ability. It's just the personality and what he would be in the locker room. And, you know, when the Rams had him last year, they talked about how good he was in the locker room. And maybe he's changed. I don't know. But, you know, right now. I don't. I wouldn't want it, but I, th- I think the Cowboys have to have a diff- uh, add somebody though on that. In the who else report. would you add? I mean, there's nobody. <laughs> I don't know who would add, but there's got to be somebody. There's got to be a little more depth. I would like to get somebody else, but I'm perfectly okay with riding out the rest of the season with what we got. Um, You're right. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but. We need a. I think we need a a difference maker though. I I love CD Lamb. I'm not saying he's not a difference maker, but we need a burner. Some we need somebody that can stretch the field too, so that when CD's trying to you know run through the middle of the field, he you know he's got a little more space to run through. That's yeah. I think for us to get over the hump as far as being a true challenger for a Super Bowl contender, I think we have to add somebody. Something's got to be added. I mean, we did it on yeah. defensive side of the ball. I think we need to add a, a piece on the offensive side. And, and and that's why I say let let's ride the season out and then either try to get somebody in free agency during the offseason or uh even draft somebody. I think there's going to be several good receivers coming out. I don't so, want I don't want I don't want to I don't I'm I don't want to do another I don't want to do another season, man. I don't I don't I don't sounds crazy, right? But I don't want to. I don't want to do another season. I mean, uh, Zach Martin's going to get long in the tooth. Yeah. He's, he's played 8 years. I mean, he's a he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. You know, I would love to win one with Tyron Smith while when he comes back. I would love to, you know. Uh, and Zeke but, might be playing his last games. Yeah, he might be. I'm not for sure. Yeah. And so it's one of the things like I'm kind of all in on this season. Like I think we need to. That's why I was upset that we didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. I'm like, we should have added well, a piece tried. on the offensive side of the wall. Well, they did. You're right. They tried to get Brandon Cooks. They tried to get um, uh, uh, Jerry Judy. From uh, Denver and somebody else. Yeah, so, the Jerry Judy trade would have been nice. That's that's yeah. the speed I'm talking about. Yeah. We should have got Jerry Judy would have been perfect. He would have been. Um, and, and anyway, honestly, I and, and I'm not saying you know just throw away this season and and then try to get somebody. I I think we have enough pieces in place that we can make a good run in it. I hope. I think the strong running game makes things good. It's just whenever right. and that defense. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see if it's enough to carry us, though. Yep. It'll make me nervous when we go. If we have to go to Philadelphia in a playoff game, it'll it'll make me nervous. So, um, 
Jets get the big win over the Bills. Uh, crazy. Just nuts. it was crazy. I don't know, and Zach, I don't think Zach Wilson is good. It, no, <laughs> I, I think it's just the Jets' defense. Like I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Like Jets every time I look at the really stats, well. it's like Zach Wilson is not good. No, no, but that defense is good, and I, I think John may you may have pointed out, and I, and I, I probably brushed it off. Crazy me. Uh, me again. I, probably, but Sauce Gardner, you know, playing. Playing well. Lockdown defense. Everybody's yeah. been talking about it. So I think he should be defensive rookie of the year and not Aiden Hutchinson. How many how many interceptions does Sauce Gardner have? Uh actually, I think he's got he, he actually doesn't got a whole lot because uh, he they're not throwing at him. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, exactly. I'm trying to find it. They don't yeah, exactly. Aiden Hutchinson either. <laughs> Whatever. What are you talking about? Because Aiden Hutchinson has one interception. Did you see the throw that Rodgers made? Oh, my God. It was uh, terrible. That's a Hall of Fame. That's a, the reigning MVP. I don't care what it is. It's the reigning MVP. Season, we're talking about this season. Sauce no, that was got a terrible two. throw. Oh, he's got two. So yeah. Aiden Hutchinson has half. How many sacks does Sauce Gardner have? Oh, he doesn't have as many God. as Aiden Hutchinson. He doesn't have any. You're trying, you're trying to compare apples and oranges on this. That's what you do with a rookie defensive, defensive player. You have to compare apples and oranges. <laughs> that's what I'm they saying. You're, but you're trying to compare like interceptions and sacks. I'm like, no, you can't do that. I was. Just, well, how many? Like, add them together. How many sacks plus uh, interceptions uh, does each one of them have? Is that how else we're going to do it? <laughs> Plus pass defenses. He's got 13 pass defenses. So he's first in that. Who's that? Sauce? Sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Not Aiden Hutchinson. It wouldn't be Hutchinson. Hey, you never know. (laughs) You never know. He's so good. He's so good. I love Uh, Hutchinson. And but Sauce is playing really good. It's it's gonna be a close race, I think, to defensive rookie of the year for sure. Yeah, I think those I think those two are definitely by are the uh top two candidates in my book right now interesting that you say that why because you never give him credit who hutchinson yeah oh yeah you're right i don't (laughs) yeah i you know what i would love to see him i will say this i would like to see him have a big jump next year and see how it goes i would i'll say truly to see it him grow and develop if he does I'll give a little more credit to Hutchinson, but we'll see. So we'll wait for that. Um, so we'll get away from that. Uh, where was I going with this? Um, stick with the same thing. Lions and Packers. It's talking about the same game. Uh, Packers are so bad. I mean. I, I, is, is, I think so Rodgers is done. I think Rodgers really is done. He I know is. they've had it. Yeah. I will give him a little bit of credit for the fact that they've had injuries across the board with the wide receivers. Watson and I think. What was his name? Romeo Dobbs or whatever Romeo went down. Dobbs. He went down at the beginning of the game or halfway through the game, something like that. I, you know, I think Cobb has been, you know, iffy mm-hmm. all year. I will give Rogers a little bit of credit for that part of it. But like, like when you see him on the sideline though, he just looks like, why am I here? And those, those interceptions that he threw were just dumb throws. I mean, yeah. There's nobody. He, he, those were him. 100% mm-hmm. him. Looked like Sosa out there throwing the ball. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, you might be right. <laughs> I was thinking more cook, but okay, that's fine. Well, I'll, I'll be the scapegoat today. So uh I, I agree with you guys. I think I think he's uh they were just terrible throws. And 
even the even at the end of the game, I was like, I don't even know where he was throwing the ball to. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he's mentally checked out big time. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Seahawks keep rolling. Um, Those guys. Are we are we giving Geno Smith credit now? Are are, are we going to give him credit for what he's done? You have to. He's like number three in the league right now. I mean. In passer rating, right? Yeah. It's no, actually, he's number two in passer. No, number one, one or two in passer rating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Does just the, insane. Since he's not coming back from an injury, does that qualify as like comeback player? Oh, like, I don't know. Like if you're just been like on the bench for three or four years, they I mean, should. I mean, I mean it, clean, like the injury, but I would. If he qualifies, that he would get some looks. Yeah, from obscurity to where he where that team is at. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, and how much? I mean, and and Pete Carroll too. Like, I mean, right now, I mean, between him and Diebold for the Giants, I mean, right now, those two guys are my coaches of the year because I did not see this coming at all from the Seahawks. I I thought they were just yeah in the dump. Metcalf was going to be traded at the deadline. I thought this team would be torn apart and rebuilt. It was going to be Carroll's either next to last year or last year. And they're leading the division six and three right now. I, I thought Drew Locke was going to be their quarterback. I didn't even think it was going to be Geno Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would until the start of the game that anybody, I think, had a clue that Geno was going to be leading this team. And now – He's leading the league. So I think yeah, it was just, was it week one? Did they play Denver right off the bat? Or I can't remember who they played and and yeah. they won. And we were all like, oh, look at Gino, that's kind of cute. And then like here we are, week 10, and he's mm-hmm. he's still there. Yeah. And that rookie running back is playing great. Oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Walker, Walker the third. Yeah. Yeah. I've got him on one of my fantasy teams, and that dude's getting me all kinds of points. Um yeah. <laughs> He's doing really good. Now that's the time I brag about your fantasy team, Mullins, okay? Oh, sorry. You notice all, right. all his bragging is in, like, leagues we're not in. And other things. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's like his his girlfriend that lives in Canada. Like, it's like, uh, oh, you guys, uh, here's a picture. You know, uh, she doesn't come around here a lot, but I got, I got a smoking hot girlfriend. Trust me. It's like, I'm doing really good in other things. You can't, like, attest to <laughs> What Sosa's in that league? So there. Uh, yeah, can but, attest. but I'm consistent, Mullins. Like I, I'm third place in that league, and I'm also third place or fourth place in the other league. I'm consistent though. You see, what I'm saying like in you. our league, you're like at the bottom. Like I think you're two and six right now. But I you? won last season, so what does that mean? Uh, I'm focusing oh. on this other league to win that. This, this speaking season. of Carrie, I was looking at something today. <laughs> Because yeah. I remember how you're always like, oh, I don't ever focus the draft. I just auto draft, you know, because it's what you do in the season. I looked at you. You've made like three roster moves like the entire season. You have done nothing to improve your yeah, team. Yeah, I haven't been I paying was, that much attention to this league, honestly. I was uh, looking at like some stat today, and I was and I was like, let me look at roster moves. And I was like, most people are like 18, <laughs> 15. Carrie's like two. I'm like, he was bragging <laughs> about how much he changes stuff. Nothing. And, and you see why. I mean, you're – I'm. I'm not winning, so obviously yeah. I'm not doing you're, what I'm supposed to be doing. You're a terrible coach. You're not adapting yeah, to your you're, players. You're, yeah, you're exactly nothing. right. Yep. Yeah, you're right. So you're trying to implement a system instead of going yeah. with the players that you have. Oh, by the way, 
in this other league, I've been trying to trade Hurts to everybody and nobody wants him. That should tell you a lot right there. Well, that, exactly. you're in a horrible league. I guess. <laughs> These numbskulls don't know what's going on. Either that or you're wanting like four players for him or something. No, I'm doing head-to-head, just straight up one-to-one trades, and nobody will take him. Yeah, they're fools. Well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, the NFL was not that busy this week. It really was. It was pretty much a uh, like we talked about when we did our picks. It was not much. There's a lot of trash games going on. So the only the big game that I had was the Burrow train got corrected again. So then Joe Mixon went off for five touchdowns. Mixon, so, holy crap! That dude, that was a that was a crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so, then what happened in the second half for uh, Carolina? Yeah. I don't know. They, they put oh, the Mayfield <laughs> so that he what? could get some junk, uh, junk TDs to make him feel better. <laughs> yeah, probably. He just got some reps, Mullins. Don't don't get all excited for it. I sent okay? y'all the thing where he was playing defense in practice. Yeah, okay? he was gooping around. <laughs> he was still wearing his quarterback jersey. No, Mullins. He That's was playing didn't want to break him. <laughs> he was playing D tackle. Okay. That's too funny. So you need to calm down over there. So, but, and, and then the Saints, I, you know, I, obviously, I thought the Ravens will pick the Ravens music, but the Saints are so Jekyll and Hyde this year. They'll, they'll come up with a big win and then they'll just like, they'll just go flat. And then, they'll well, come yeah, up with when, a big when win. you're not playing the Raiders, you're going to look back. <laughs> so, so, answer me this why do they not just leave uh, Taysom Hill back there at quarterback? Just let him play quarterback and just let him either throw or run or whatever. The Red Rocket is back there right now. Come on, yeah. But they're losing with him, except for when they play the Raiders. Yeah, he's he's really awesome. I mean, go with that until Jameis comes back. He's their Wildcat. Jameis is back. He's the last two games. He was just benched. Yeah, really. Yeah, Yeah, because Andy Dalton's back there. I'm telling you, he could have played against the Raiders and he could have played against the Ravens. Well then, they are choosing to to put Dalton out there. That's right there. So, so are you trying to say they're trying to throw the season? No, there's no, no tanking. Nobody does that, Mullen. He's their Nobody most competitive. He's the most competitive uh, way to win, Andy yeah. Dalton. No, Tyson exactly. Hill would be the most competitive way to win. No, no, he Not plays wildcat, wildcat, and tight end. That's it. Yeah, but that threw. He can throw the freaking ball. He's really good. So can I. So can I, Mullen. Yeah. So can really? I. <laughs> yeah, wow. but my best place to be is a wildcat position or tight end. Okay, Ooh. so that. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Do you not agree, John? I, I, no, I want you to just take one linebacker, like stiff arm, you just crumple. <laughs> you yeah. turn around, look for the ball. And just... <laughs> Uh, I, I I never get any support. You know, and then you would stand I, up I, and be like, "Wow, my feet got tangled up." <laughs> <laughs> uh, why can't I get any support? I never get any support about what's going on. I try to say I can throw a couple passes. You're like, "No, you'll die. Well, you, like, you'll die if you get hit. You, you, you get you touched. Say, you'll die." You say foolish things. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, but I, I may say foolish, but y'all could have been like, you know what, Brandon? You probably could do that, but you will let you'll you die. Maybe in if you want to punt the ball, if you want to punt the ball, we'll let you do that. <laughs> I don't know that he could do that. I mean, uh, could he, can uh, you give uh, us uh, thirty yards, maybe? 
I probably could put him at 40. Come on, 30? You gotta give me a little more credit than that. With the roll? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you'd probably stick it and come back and you'd get like 20 out of it. <laughs> he, he would punt it just straight up in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hang time would be like 10 seconds, but it'd go two yards. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I look I look to you guys for some confidence, you know, some support. That's, that's another foolish that's decision. <laughs> Uh, shoot, you know what? We're going to picks. Let's go to picks. John, how did we do last week, John? Uh, oh, let's see. John, Sosa, and Cook 11, 11, 11, carry nine. So, yet again, he's fallen two behind. Uh, for the we season, a little more breathing room. Sosa's 90, Cook is 89, John 88, all bunched up nice and neat. And then carry with 74. Uh, <laughs> He is falling behind. Okay, what's the overall record for Mullins? 74 and what? 74 and... I don't have... I'm not doing the losses. Oh, you're not doing the losses? Okay. I'm just okay. doing okay. Okay. I'm okay. better than 50%. That's all that matters. I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, it has to be. If I'm eight, nine picks or... Okay, you know, you're right. You picks, it has to be over. He's there. barely... He's He's... What do we talk about? You know, getting that 72 every time or whatever. Like, that's yeah. his great point. I'm consistent. Yeah. He's consistently a C. The Frank Gore of picks. Of yeah. NFL picks. Got it. The Frank Gore of NFL picks. Put me in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I put you in the Hall of Fame. Oh, man, Mullins. Hey, two of those picks that I was wrong on, they honestly oh, could have went the other way. But they What did. are you talking about? But they They were did. coin flips. Which That's ones are you it. talking about? Which ones? I'm trying to think which ones I was wrong on. I can't oh, remember. Oh gosh! Now. Oh yeah, we don't have that. No way. Arizona was one of them. So <laughs> probably Chargers, Falcons. You picked the Falcons. Yeah, that one. Uh, easily we, could have went the we other way. We all picked the Raiders like idiots. Uh, you picked the Cardinals. You were the only Wait, one. I thought I picked the Jags. I thought I had the Jags. You right. got the Jags right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I almost tried to pick them, and then you took it from me. Yep. <laughs> so see, so. that wasn't even a legit win for you, Sosa. Whoa. That's totally legit. Okay. Yeah. You even you, you even were the you were the ones that told me to do it, so that helped John out. I know. Well, you, wait till we get to that pick this time. I'm gonna tell you the headspace <laughs> that I'm in. <laughs> okay. Uh, John's right. never picking Raiders again. Uh, well, okay. I, wait, 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 why, wait, why, why, why would he Mullins? Why would he pick him? That's I'll true. give you a lot of reasons. It's coming. No, shoot. <laughs> Speaking of tanking, that I mean <laughs> Allegedly, Mullins allegedly, will. maybe Mullins is doing. Maybe he's taking on purpose. That's is he it. trying to get the first I'm pick next year? Trying to get first pick. <laughs> uh, okay, you can have it. Yeah, Mullins, you first. can just you can just say that. You can just say that you're tanking on purpose. No. This, we're, we're week nine, week ten. I'm sure he's, you don't have a legit tank. He's like on my other podcast. I got a hundred right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know about it though. It's it's in the UK. It's a, <laughs> You guys don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Mullins. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ready for the picks? I'm ready. All right. We'll stick in the same order. Uh, myself, Mullins, and then John. Here we go. Uh, we got Falcons going to the Panthers, which sounds. This is, like a, I think this is going to be a fun game, actually. You think so? I think so. Uh, I think so. Does this, does, if they win, if, if if the Falcons win, or they, I don't know, because the Falcons I, are, are leading the division already. I thought the Bucks were. They're tied, and I think the Falcons have a tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's All the right. first place Falcons. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Well, in that case, then I'll go with the Falcons on this one. So, Falcons over Panthers. Well, if the Panthers would have been smart and started oh, Mayfield Lord. again. Oh, God. But, no, they already said they're starting P.J. Walker. Mayfield's going to be the backup. So, I'm going mm -hmm. with Atlanta. Oh, man. Uh, Cook is going with the Falcons as well. Kerry, this is how you do it. I'm picking the Panthers because they're going back to P.J. Walker, and they're going to run behind Foreman, and they're going to win on the road in Atlanta. Oh, no, they're at home. Oh, at home, home. No, no. on Thursday. <clears throat> That's how you do it. Panthers. I like that. I like that. I like that. The confidence from that was nice, too, John. That was good. Uh, all right. Uh, interesting game here. Uh, two, I guess, division leaders. Uh, Seahawks go into the Bucks. Uh, man, it's hard to get to bet against Tom Brady. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. You're right. <laughs> You're not long. Uh, and this is in Germany. Dusseldorf. Yeah. I don't even know where this area is, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Tom Brady on this in Germany. So yeah. Germany, it, it's in Europe. It's, I don't know. Good call. Well, no, you were like, I don't know where it is. So well, like, I don't be like, I don't know where that field is. Like, I don't know what part of Germany they're in. I don't they're know. In Did, was that, was that, oh, is it Munich? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would that Munich. matter? Does it matter? <clears throat> Berlin, I Munich? I don't know. Maybe it does. I have no idea. And so, either way, I'm going with Tom Brady on this one. Tom Brady. Okay. Um, yeah. So that last drive, Brady showed us his old self. And mm -hmm. I think that might have given him the confidence. I'm going to go with Tom Brady on this one, TB. Interesting. Cook and I do not share the same feelings toward old Tom Brady. We are both picking the Seahawks to get a road win in Germany. Yeah. And they got to travel from Seattle. I mean, they're going halfway across the world to play this game. <laughs> yeah. So. I think somebody said this is the longest distance ever traveled for a game. And it goes back to what we talked about before, the logistics. Yeah. Like, how would you do a league in Europe anyway? That's it would probably be tough. It would be tough. So I'm a little nervous right now. Me and Mullins both have the same picks. I'm con I'm concerned. Yeah, oh, you're really good. Really <laughs> <all fans. laughs> it, it's kind of good right now. We're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, uh, Browns going to the Dolphins. Uh, I think the Dolphins win this game. So I, I don't think the Browns don't have much. So Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins got too much. It's going to be the Dolphins. Uh, let's see. So Dolphins, Dolphins, yes. Uh, Cook picks the Dolphins as well, and so do I. I think Tua is on a hot streak. Tandem. And Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill. Uh, and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Titans, I'm oh, sorry, Broncos going to the Titans. Uh, Titans, I should be a lot. Uh, even with Malik Willis back there at quarterback against Chiefs, I think they're going to keep rolling. So Titans on this one. Uh, yeah, Broncos just don't have enough. Whatever, it's just <laughs> nothing. It's, yeah. it's going to be the Titans. Yeah, and I, I think is is Tannehill. Tannehill might even be coming back for this, but it doesn't matter. All they need is Derrick Henry. So yep. Cook, Cook and I both picked the Titans. Okay, uh, we had Lions going to the Bears. <clears throat> I'm going to be a believer in Justin Fields. This past Whoa. month has been impressive. Uh, I think it was like since week four, he is the number one fantasy quarterback. Uh, Better than Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to believe in the Bears on this one. Uh, yeah. 
the only thing that J- that Fields is good at is running the football, and I think Hutchinson's going to stop him dead in his uh, tracks. So I'm going Detroit. I just told you he was the number one fantasy quarterback in the league. That's because he's rushing for 200 yards. He's not. The dang sure ain't for his passing. Uh, you know what? Fine. He has a pass for over 200 yards, but maybe like what once this season? Does does he have to? If they're <laughs> well, obviously they've only won three games, so he needs to do something oh, else. And I, I wish three games. That sounds good. So good. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot who I was talking to. That sounds so good. <laughs> Don't you rub that me and Cook's face, man? That's that's not right. Uh, uh, Cook is going to go with you, Carrie. He's going to pick the Lions. And I'm going to go with Sosa, and I'm going to pick the Bears. I think wow. the Lions have no defense, and they can he can run, he can throw, he, he can do whatever he wants. They just the helped have, the Green Bay Packers to what, six points? That's the oh, Green Bay Packers. It is the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to say it. It's the Green Bay Packers. They right stopped the MVP cold, shut him down, picked him three times. What he defensive has no player player of the throw year, to. Uh, you know, rookie defensive player of the year, just picked him and yeah. Oh, I wish I could argue with you on this more Mullen Snow. Um, Texans going to the Giants. Uh, yeah, Giants. Thanks, Texans. That was an easy pick. <laughs> so you're going the Giants? Yes, you they're playing the Texans. Texans. Gotta make up games, gotta make up games. Uh, See, the odd thing is oh, that it, Houston is like Houston's in like they're close in most of their games. This is he, he just can't. This is his his anti giant thing with the with uh, Daniel John. Oh, I think you're gonna Come see on. an upset. Uh, here uh, we go. Yeah, he's going further down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick the Texans, yes. Oh, uh, good on your ESPN app. Just tell us what you pick later, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't do the NFL on the ESPN app. Cook uh, is smart, and he picked the Giants to beat his own team. <laughs> and I'm picking the Giants as well. Okay. Uh, Jags going to the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs get the win on this, although I think the Jags will play a really good game against them uh, because, uh, yeah, I just think they will. But the Chiefs come out on top. Yeah, it's definitely going to be the Chiefs. I actually – I think the Jags will probably look good early, but it, then Mahomes will just turn it on and get for like 500 yards. So yeah. I agree Chiefs. with everything you just said, Chiefs. And Cook picks the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I got the Vikings going to the Bills. Now, do we know anything about Allen's injury? Is he going to play? He's day-to-day. He's, he's a maybe. Did, they, did, the, did the MRI or anything come back, whatever they were looking at his elbow? Did I don't they, think they really found anything. Okay, so we're just looking at a strain, maybe, or something. Yes, Some, yeah, they, they so. had a name for it, but it, yeah. it's like a fancy strain, essentially. A fancy strain, okay. Fancy. Um, I'm going to bet on the fact that Allen's going to be out there, uh, and take the Bills on this one. Oh God, this yeah, with Allen being even banged up. I mean, he did not look good against the Jags. I mean, uh, the Jets. Um, and Minnesota's just finding ways to win. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Minnesota. And remember I was saying earlier how the, the Vikings, every time they, they always get these backups, yeah. they could potentially be paying against Col- uh, Case Keenum. 
Cook picks the Vikings as well. So I don't know if that's a pro Viking pick or he thinks Allen's going to be hurt. I think even if they have Case Keenum, their defense is just smothering. Uh, and I'm going to pick the Bills. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with that. Um, all right, Saints to the Steelers. Um, again, I don't know. To, I don't know what Saints team shows up. Right. Uh, and I'm assuming Kenny Pickett's going to be healthy. That's what I was just about to look. I think he is. If Kenny Pickett's healthy, I'm going to go with the Steelers with this one. So, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Saints get me every once in a while. They they catch they. But I'm going to go with the Steelers right now. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Pickett's going to be back, and uh, I'm going to go with you on that one. I, I'm going to go uh, Pittsburgh. Cook picks the Steelers as well, and I'm picking the Saints. Red Rocket, watch out, baby. He's coming. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, this is the this is the creme de la creme. The Colts going to the Raiders. Okay. Uh, and John. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with the Raiders on this. Okay. I think they're there at home. They're at the Roomba, and I think they get the win. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loss of Brandon, but there you go. Oh, I mean, seriously. This, <laughs> That's what I mean. just so We do this bad. every week. It's insane. I mean, you can't pick. Indianapolis over the Raiders. <laughs> it just can't happen. So I I gotta go Raiders. Okay. This is hilarious. <laughs> Cook picks the Raiders. I mean, every week we're in this point. We're like the Raiders. I tell you how much they suck in my little as segment. Yeah. And we just that they find new ways to lose. They get shut out by the horrible Saints. They yep. lose to the Jags. Like the Jags, they've blown right. three 17 point leads this year. Like <laughs> And then you look here and you go, okay, well, the Colts, they're at home. I don't know. The if Colts Taylor, too. I don't know if Taylor's going to play. They, they have Sam Ellinger, who I just uh, heard something today. Sam Ellinger has never thrown an NFL touchdown so far in his career. He's never <laughs> wow, thrown so a touchdown. So he's going to get three this weekend. Uh, <laughs> they just uh, fired their coach and hired Saturday from he was an analyst at ESPN. He's bringing, in, yeah. he's bringing in an offensive coordinator that was 30 years old and has never coached. Saturday has never coached above a high school level. And I, from what I heard from some other thing, he wasn't even good when he was a coach at the high school level. <laughs> so how can the Raiders lose this game? They're six and a half points favorites. Yep. Uh, so I have to pick the Raiders, but I don't feel confident <laughs> every week we're here and I'm still picking them. I don't know why, but uh, we're all picking the Raiders again. We're idiots. <laughs> what is it like the, the definition of insanity? Like we yeah. keep repeating, thinking it's going to change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I and mean, next week they play the, the Broncos and I'll probably be doing the same damn thing after this loss. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, I, this season, I, man. I hope it's I hope it's a W. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, we get the three and six Cardinals going to the three and five Rams uh, on the next pick here. And I don't know which team is worse right now. I genuinely don't. But I think the Cardinals have more offensive firepower than the Rams do, and I'm gonna go with the Cardinals on this. Yeah, I think the Cardinals actually have looked 
better since Hopkins got back, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're still not quite there, but I think they have enough in the tank to beat the Rams because the Rams are just depleted. Cook picks the Cardinals as well. He's going with his beloved Oompa Loompa. Who's Oompa Loompa? And once again, this is the third time now. I'm, I'm going out on a, a limb by myself. I'm going to pick Rams. You guys have forgotten one key factor, and that, that is the Cooper Cup. It, it, he will will this, yeah. this team to a victory, and it will be the Rams. But there was five other times that he didn't. But, <laughs> but they weren't playing the Cardinals. <laughs> no, they were playing worse teams. <laughs> All right, we got the uh, Cowboys going to Green Bay. And everything says that the Cowboys should win this game, but I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous every time we play the Packers. But if this defense is legit, we should be able to shut, hold them to less than 13 points. Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, I'm like you, John, or uh, Sosa. This is always a, a, a scary game. I don't care where and when these two teams play. Anything can happen. Uh, but I still pick the Cowboys because, yeah, if the Lions can rattle Rodgers, the Cowboys mm-hmm. should be able to just demolish him. Yeah. Uh, Cook picks the Cowboys, and I pick the Cowboys. I mean, on paper, if you guys just put your defense out there and never, ever put your offense out there, I still think you could win. Right. <laughs> I mean, Diggs could get a, a pick six. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I think possible. you could still win. So, uh, Chargers going to the 49ers for Sunday night. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know which Chargers team is going to show up. This will be a fun game. I think the Niners get this win, but close. I think CMC makes the difference right now for them, and I think it's going to make a difference again against the Chargers. Is Debo back? Uh, I don't know if Debo's back yet. I mean, I, I'm still going to go with San Francisco, whether think, whether he is or not. But um, I think he weren't they, weren't they off their bye week last week? I think, I think he's so. going. I think he's supposed to come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with 49ers. Uh, it, like you, this. We have no idea what Chargers team is going to show up. Mm-hmm. And they're banged up, too. They're one of the yeah. hardest hit in injuries in the league. Uh, Cook and I, both 49ers. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Sweet. Okay. Um, last game of the week, uh, Commanders going to the Eagles. And I got to stick with the Eagles. So I had shown no reason not to yet. And I think the – Commanders are way better with Heineke. I wish they should have started him from the beginning of the season. I think that whole Carson Wentz start or whatever it was, was not say a joke, but didn't need to happen. And Heineke will keep them in this ball game, but the Eagles will win. Yeah. Um, can neither one of these teams win? I wish. It'd be nice. That would be best. MVP. MVP. It's definitely not the MVP. MVP. Uh Say it. And this is also one of those games that can the mm-hmm. two teams meeting can just be crazy. Um yeah. I love Heineke. Heineke almost pulled game. it out against the Vikings. I, I can make him a game. <laughs> uh you're insane. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Washington. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be a shocker. Uh, Cook and I are picking the Eagles. I know. Uh, it's crazy. Like, your two big swings were relying on the Commanders to beat the Eagles and the Texans <laughs> to win anything. It's just interesting where you chose to strike. 
Uh, you know the funny thing is the whole time like Josh just like whispering in your ear and you're just like uh, should I do it? I Josh like I'm like the little it. devil just, <laughs> like just further behind yeah <laughs> every time it, it, it is like, Josh like on your shoulder he's just like do it do it he's just like yeah I should you're right I'll do it <laughs> wow oh. okay well I picked at least three games where I'm all by myself so that I could fall from the pack or catch up yeah but that's only three games there's difference between games and what's the other one what's the difference between well, yeah we're all tight so I mean he needs to he needs to pick like six is, is Mullins 14 games behind the lowest person is that what he, he is, 14? is 14 behind the lowest Wow. I got plenty of time. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, he can make up three just on me on those right there. Okay, so that's 11 games still. Okay. All right. It's rough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Mullins, you know what? If you come back and do this, Mullins, kudos to you. Kudos to you, sir. Just watch it. Um, all right. Uh, final thoughts, gentlemen. Our final thoughts. Are you want fantasy picks? Oh, yeah. We can do fantasy picks. I want to do fantasy picks. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Uh, last week, Cook had Philly D. I don't remember. How did they do? I don't remember. Uh, I, remember I, I had Kamara. He didn't do much. Tyreek Hill. Yep. That was Kerry. He did a lot. And he you had plenty. Justin Fields. So you two clearly were ahead on that one. Yeah. So Yeah, the Eagles gave I, up 17 points to the Texans. So I would say that yeah, that defense not, didn't do all that great. Yeah. Great. So this week, Cook is picking AJ Brown. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a believer in uh, Dak this week. I think Dak has I don't want to say a big game, but I'm thinking 300 yards. That's a maybe two touchdowns and uh, maybe one rushing. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna believe in Dak this week against the Packers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pick. Uh, Daniel Jones against the Texans. I think he can, <laughs> he can at least run one and two. He'll get two in some. Oh. You're locking up there. Oh yeah, Dan- Daniel Jones. Did you hear? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you good. Yeah, you good. Yeah. Um, goodness gracious, can I pick Tyreek Hill again? Um, I should spread it around. Uh, you know what? If Sosa went with uh, Dak, I'm gonna go with Lamb. Okay. I'm, I want to see Lamb get like 130, 140 yards and three touchdowns. Three? Yeah. <laughs> hey, he better be on your fantasy team too, Mullins. He's not. No, I wish. Okay. I wish All right. Was. I was like, wait a second. Actually, okay. AG Brown is. Okay. All right. Cook good. picked. Yeah. I'm kind of torn on that one now. <laughs> Yeah, you should be. Uh, all right, final thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, like I said, we'll go in the same order we have then, so I'll go first. Um, it's getting to the, a really great time of the year. That's all I got to say. Not just the holiday time and eating and all the turkey and ham and sides and dressing and everything else and all the chocolate that's everywhere and all of the stuff that's at work all the time. Uh, but, yeah, college basketball. We got football. We got World Cup of all things going on. Uh, hockey season's happening. Uh, all kinds of good things. There's there's so much to watch like every freaking night of uh, of the week. And it's, I love this time of year. Absolutely love it. Uh, Thanksgiving games come over the Cowboys, which I always, always love. 
Um, to the Aggies, I look forward to seeing Wigman playing again. I hope Wigman has another big game. Uh, to the Spurs, uh, I guess keep having people hurt so that we're <laughs> we we lost by two points tonight. So I kind of like that competitive but loose. Yeah, we're like we're like pseudo tanking. Like we're not. No, no, are. testing out the youth. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys, I need to keep rolling on this season. Uh, and let's just, I, I, I got to make a move. Let's, I want to go all in on this. I don't care if it's, we get one and, and that's it. And if we don't get another one for another 10 years, I don't, I, we just, I need one. I need this Super Bowl drought to really, really end. Yes. Uh, and, you know, high school football playoffs about to start. I love this time of year also. High school football playoffs are just so good. And there's games everywhere all the time. Thursdays, Saturday, Fridays, Saturdays, small schools, big schools, people, you know, upsets. I love it. It's just one of those things. There's so much Texas high school football everywhere. It's hard to keep up with all the games and everything. Uh, so I look forward to that. And hopefully the local teams here do well and at least get through the first round of playoffs. And that's my finals out there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, right along with you, I want to see the Cowboys break their – their long streak of actually just their long streak of no playoff wins and, and going deep, at least get to the NFC championship game. I want to see a super bowl. We've got the defense. I, I follow Micah Parsons on, on Twitter. Of course he's been hitting, hitting up OBJ trying to talk him into being a cowboy. And one of the things that he just posted today is this defense wins championships. And, and, and he goes, and we got what he say. He said we got the killers over here, and so he's like, you know, trying to talk OBJ. If OBJ, if we sign him, I won't be disappointed. I just hope we don't invest a whole lot in him. Um, I think he can help, but in the long run, maybe not as much. Um, but maybe it's enough to get a championship this year. So if it happens, I won't be disappointed. If it doesn't happen, I still won't be disappointed. So, uh, Aggies like you, I want to see Connor come in and light him up this weekend. Uh, I know he's anxious to go. I saw the interview with him. He was completely heartbroken that he couldn't play last week. So, I think he's really ready to get back in there and start playing again. Um, and then my Dallas Stars looking pretty strong. Um, but our, our, Backup goalie is he's struggling a little bit. He's uh he just gave up a lot to the Jets last night. Uh, wasn't wasn't pretty. Uh so um it would be uh, I'll trade you, John. You can have have this guy and we'll take yours. So mm, you want be, quick? He's like yeah. 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's experienced. Sure. Um and then, like like you said, Tulsa, there's so much going on. There's football every night, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's there college is. or NFL. There, every single night, there's a football game, and I've been watching some of these teams that I don't know. I watched Toledo last night for crying out loud. I I wouldn't watch them any other time, but since it was on a Tuesday night, I was like, yeah, I'll watch these guys. And it was a fun game. Uh, these little schools just they play for for fun. I mean, that's. It's not about anything other than just pure sport. That that's purity. right up Sosa's alley. The purity of the game. Yeah, you're welcome for that. You're welcome. Yeah. See, uh, I lost. Oh, and I just cannot wait for Aggie baseball. So excited to see that. 
Yeah, I know it's a long ways away, but it's getting closer. That's it. Uh, Kings, uh, we're just going to keep going. We need a goalie. Now, I will say the other night we won one to nothing. So, yeah. shout out. And hey, I think uh, just real quick, your oh. point differential is down to minus three. And I think uh, total points, uh, I think we're tied with the stars right now. Like we, we've been yeah, coming up, up and there. you guys have been coming down. Yeah. Uh, Spurs, I'm, I'm going to, I kind of like what I said earlier, competitive losing. I, I like this. We're being very competitive, but we're still losing enough. Uh, Raiders, you suck, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, stat I, I meant to mention earlier, the Colts have only scored above 17 points one time this entire season. Another reason wow. the Raiders should win, but <laughs> you watch, they're going to put 35 up. <laughs> Aggies, go ahead. I was going to say, so they can't blow a 17 point lead is what you're saying. That's it. They've done it. Well, I mean, they, they have scored over it once and Sam Ellinger, remember has never thrown a touchdown. So, I mean, come he's on. due. Yeah, he's due. Taylor will probably come back and run for 300 yards. Uh, Aggies. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we didn't talk about it much, but I mean, Auburn, this is going to be a tough one for us. It's going to be hard. So uh, that I'm going to, I know you guys are probably sick of hearing it, um, but it, baseball, the playoffs, I, I thought this was one of the most fun playoff runs just in general. Uh, and shout out to the Phillies. They were the sixth seed and they play. I, I was the only one I picked Astros four to two, even though I was rooting for the Phillies. But uh, I thought it was a very fun World Series. Uh, and then my last thing is I want to shout out Ray Guy. Passed away this mm, week. Yeah. Good, good, uh, good one. First round. You know, only punter ever drafted in the first round. 23rd pick overall. He won three Super Bowls, seven Pro Bowls. They Hell, they even named the award after him. You get the, if you're the best yeah. punter, you get the Ray Guy Award. He's, on, he's in six Hall of Fames. He's in the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame, the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame, the Bay Area Hall of Fame, High School Hall of Fame, College Hall of Fame, and the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, and Bum Phillips, after a game with uh, when the Raiders played the Oilers, accused him of putting helium in the ball because he said there's no way possible that the ball could stay up in the air that long. So, I mean, you know you're punting it when he he said he was going to send the in an interview afterward he said he was going to send the balls over to rice university and have them inspected because he did not believe he was humanly possible to kick on that eye uh so shout out to ray guy is nice. he the only punter in the hall of fame oh, currently yeah 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 i think shane leckler's got a pretty good shot and and there's probably a couple other guys but yeah they're going to spread the punters out so it's going to be years before you ever see another one yeah I can't punt like Ray Guy, but I bet I could punt pretty well. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah, but Ray Guy would laugh at you. Ray Guy, would laugh. <laughs> Ray Guy was kicking punts like you when he was like three. Yeah. Uh, again, no support. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. You're right, John. Yeah, I'm in the wrong place to look for support here in this group. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Not, it's not going to happen here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we didn't talk about something big. We'll talk about it. And, and just like when Ray Guy would would make contact with the ball, boom. <laughs> <laughs>